forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast contains souvenir pricing estimates, operations questions that Disney refuses to answer, construction speculation, and, uh, oh yeah, I guess some talk about, you know, rides and stuff. Our guest, Carly Weisel, has been to Galaxy's Edge and lived to share the tale on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men who'd rather have an appetizer at the upcoming Epcot Space Restaurant than talk to a real astronaut. My name is Mike Carlson. <laughs> Joining me as always, Jason Sheridan. Uh, yeah, I would agree with that. Yep. Scott Gardner also here. Um, but I, I disagree because I, I would really like to talk to Buzz Aldrin, but not about going to space, but rather about when he performed... Uh, she blinded me with science live <laughs> with Thomas Dolby, and he was the old man doing science. And there's one part where he gets it wrong. He clearly has barely been coached in this. And instead he says, silence. <laughs> and he does it like a beat late. It's one of my it's my favorite. One of my favorite videos that I that is not viral that I wish was viral. Uh, late Buzz Aldrin saying silence. How, how old is it? Uh, a couple of years ago. And Tom's hmm. always playing a crazy, like, little, like, you know, pack strapped over his chest. He's, like, hitting the drum pads. And <laughs> it's a funky little version of it. It's pretty good. And but Buzz, Buzz Aldrin, clearly Buzz Aldrin not familiar with this uh, pop hit of 1982. Hmm. Um, okay. So, so, I, so I would like to talk to Buzz about that. I'll skip the space part, though. Okay, yeah. Who gives a shit about space? Yep. But yeah, those yeah. appetizers are going to be really good. Yes. At yeah. this Epcot space. Still prioritizing those. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, we have a guest today. Let's mm-hmm. bring her in. Because we have a ton to talk about. Folks, you know her. She's a prominent theme park journalist. Please welcome Carly Weisel. Hi. Hey, welcome Hello. to the show. Thank you for being here. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Um, we're very excited. There's a lot of stuff you've done. Uh, I will say you did just do something that's insanely exciting that we're very jealous of. Uh, we're, of course, talking about you being on the Disney Dish podcast with Jim Hill and Lentesta. Uh, I'm not going to lie. Career highlight. I agree. Mm-hmm. I, we, I'm very exciting. Exclusive dream that it not really everybody... Felt, I don't know. It was like the closest I'll ever come to sitting on the couch at Kimmel. You know what I mean? Like this was really my Hollywood moment to be in the middle of the internet. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's funny that you, you bring up the talk show thing and I was thinking about that because, uh, uh, you know, you know we, we reached out to you to talk about, uh, you know, some other stuff besides all that and uh, uh, and but but and you your response was I would love to come on I should tell you that I am doing uh, Jim and Len and I was like huh is this the beginning of like a 90s Leno Letterman-esque like <laughs> guest, guest, guest booking guest war, booking yeah. war. Yes. yeah yeah I'll and, be the first of two there just wanted to let you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I just wondered does it start to become that you know like do they start? Do they start now? You like you? I mean, you chose them. You chose them first, and we respect that. Well, but do they, they start dipping first, in? They did ask first. Say. They were on the yeah. They were on the ball. Uh, um, but does it start becoming? Do they start? You know, they get Jeff Garland and the, yeah. They get, they, Jim and Len poached Jeff mm-hmm. Garland from us. We have him scheduled, but obviously he's like, I can't do it. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do it, do it, let. He wouldn't just drop everything to go to Celebration Florida. I, well, it depends. Like we may, like there may be a whole thing. Like you'll, Len may have a private jet we don't know about. He starts flying guests out. Who knows how bad this war is going to get? <sighs> we don't have a jet. We don't have a jet. And then it's suddenly, like we ask one of our significant others, Aaron or Lindsay, to be on, and they're like, "Oh, you know what? I can't. I'm doing Disney. I'm doing, Disney Dish. <laughs> I'm doing Disney Dish. <laughs> um, Oh no, uh, Aaron will only do Disney Dish. Now. Uh, so um, I just, I just like their show better. <laughs> they just have they, Jim and Lindsay more pleasant than you guys do. I know. I'm so sorry. It's just that's the way it is. We so. understand. We understand. How was? How did you? Uh, you you went on to talk about the uh, the some of the Star Wars uh, rides that are uh, you may have heard yes, about. The that hottest kinda... planet in the galaxy. <laughs> so is that right? Yes. Uh, um, uh, uh, how is your t- tell us about tell us about uh, uh, what can you tell us about well, Jim I do and think that we haven't been invited. You guys yet. are way more interested in hearing about going on the Disney dish than <laughs> well, we're leading with it uh, uh, <laughs> just because we knew we wanted to give a lot of time t- to it. And if we have overrun time, <laughs> also address some of these Star Wars. If we get there, yes. yeah, 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 we, we get don't there, yeah. like to, we keep our own pace. We don't like uh, uh, the machinations of uh, giant hyper corporations to drive our content. Okay, <laughs> so. <laughs> you know, when all this news came out, I think uh, at least my reaction was, oh, God damn it, we got to do an episode about this. Jeez. <laughs> we just did one about the entryway and the Today Show Cafe and we- all that. <laughs> Listen, you know, I have a gripe about that because I think I'm the only person in this business who is psyched about the Today Show Cafe. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we did just I talk am. about it a little. It does what, seem I, like the what? food is a higher quality level uh, than what uh, Universal has <laughs> yes. been offering. Before, I think it was that like Beverly Hills Boulangerie or whatever. Yes. I'm pretty what sure. Place is it is that I didn't know. It replaced a place that I have never eaten food from. I assumed it was just like the Tinseltown Cafe. It yes. was like a it was, um, like You know, like an airport sandwich where it's like everything's focaccia. It was kind of like that. All right. And I am, I don't know, like I want, I like Al Roker. I'm yeah, very curious sure. about what food he will feed me. I'm sure there's going to be like, you know, some like brown rice with an edamame. It'll be something kind of healthy. <laughs> did you get, I'll get it like on an email? Did you get the press release? You get all the press releases, like right? Yes. You probably get more I, than we do. E- well, that's the thing. They don't really email you lately. They'll just throw it up. I mean, at least for Disney, they'll throw it on the parks blog and then you'll freak out if you miss something. Oh, really? I'll yeah. just oh. like come to us. Though I do get a lot of press releases about animals being born in Animal Kingdom. Oh, really? Oh, that is fine. Yeah. But Any I'm also like, wait, I mean, I got a press release about a new giraffe <laughs> and right. I got a press release about the kid city at Epcot. And that was basically it. Huh. Interesting. Okay. We've been shut so far. We've been shut out of any sort of Disney official press releases like Universal. Both coasts are very like they oh, send wow. us a ton of press releases and stuff. Mm. And, and Mike, I got Mike to, got an exclusive interview. I got uh, to interview the Grinch a few months ago. Oh, so, my God. What a get. Yep, yeah. Yep, so yep, Universal is uh, they're very friendly to both. So far, Disney is not. I, we would love those press releases about the animals being born because we would. I'll see what I can do. We could yeah. get a two hours out of every one of those. <laughs> certainly. Uh, um, this is, we do have so many questions for you about like about your general career covering the parks. And we were saying like, it does seem like you're... It's you're always at one. Like, or you're like traveling around a, a, a ton. Yeah, I spend a lot of my free time in Florida alone, which for most <laughs> people would be a red flag, but for me is just another day at work. Sure, you did so because I, I like I was looking at your Instagram live um, videos, and there was it was like a week or two ago, and you were doing something that. 
I was very on board with where, and I think Scott would be very stressed out by you were, mm. you had, you were there for a very limited amount of time and I'm not exactly, you'll fill it in <laughs> and you were just going somewhere so you could get to like Epcot maybe for a few hours. Am I, do I have the story at all? Correct. Yeah, you have it pretty correct. So, okay. Uh, a long story made probably very long by the end of it, but I had to be in Sarasota, Florida on the 15th. Of right. February. It takes okay. a whole day to fly from LA to Florida, as you guys probably know. Like right. yeah. West Coast, East Coast, whole day. Okay. So I had to fly out the day before so I could drive the next day. But it was Valentine's Day, and I thought it was very sad to spend Valentine's Day alone on a flight. Keep in mind, I am married, but sure. that did not factor into my plans to go to Florida <laughs> alone. Um, so I thought I will wake up at, I think I woke up at 5 a.m. to take a 710 flight to Florida. And then after I got a rental car, all said and done, I had four hours to cram a solo Walt Disney World vacation in. And I did it. Yeah. I really did it. I like, this is the thing this gets like of the show. I mean, Jason, I think there's a a spectrum here of people that like to do something like that. That's insane. I think I'm the one who likes to do something like that. The most Jason next then Scott, I think that stresses him out. Oh, I don't wait. I don't know what you're saying though. Cause me just, just spending four hours in Epcot or something. That sounds, I'm I'm also, I'm the guy who likes to just pop in. That's true too. No, I crammed a whole vacation. You like, yeah, that would not be wild. Would not be up my head. Well, what'd you do? How did that play out? Okay, so I I got the car, took way too long, very stressed about it. I changed into Florida clothes in the driver's seat of the rental car, went straight to Epcot. <laughs> clothes and shirts that said Florida? And, oh, no, like, um, like warm weather stuff. Um, oh, okay. No, I wish. <laughs> sure. I mean, like a casual branded. Mickey Mouse sweatshirt, you know. Yeah. You should have one in a go bag at all times anyway. You never know when you'll suddenly end up. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd, I'd laugh, but I did just put a Disney Parks poncho in my trunk yesterday being like, who knows? Smart. Who yeah, knows when this actually, will happen? Yeah, because if you're anywhere nearby, yeah, uh-huh. might as well pop down. <laughs> so I, uh, I, I drove very fast to Epcot. And then I sped walked to the Germany Pavilion of the World Showcase to get caramel corn because, you know. <laughs> That's stop one. Oh, stop one. Wow. Um, and then I ran into a friend, which was great, but um, it cut about 45 minutes off of my time. Ooh. Just yeah. very stressful. Mm. Human contact. I don't oh, know about this. No, it was it was fun. It was worth it. I was happy to see him. Uh, and then I walked so quickly back to my car. And then I was going to. So that was it at Epcot. Oh yeah, just caramel corn and out. Very efficient. Wow. Yeah, I know. I, yes. now I don't. I really nice. don't understand. <laughs> well, keep in lost. mind, I spend a lot of time in Florida. Yeah, right, right, I right, was right. there like three weeks before that. Of course. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. So then I was driving back. I was driving in the Magic Kingdom, and I was like. I can't do it. And I just turned. I just took a left and I went back and I went to Fort Wilderness because I wanted fried chicken. Wow. (laughs) Yes. And so there is a specific fried chicken in Fort Wilderness. Yes. So the Hoopty Doo musical review. I don't know if you guys are lucky enough to have experienced the weirdest show ever. It's the longest running show at Disney World. I almost (laughs) did it. I I went with two friends last March and I was like, hey, would you guys want to go to the Hoopty Doo music review? When I was a child, I I went. I think it also holds in a record, at least in America. I think the the Agatha Christie play is the mousetrap. It's like still running in England for like 60 years straight. Something but crazy like there that. There is some sort of like the most consecutive performances uh, record that Hoopty Doo has set. Yes. In America. <laughs> the Simpsons of live entertainment. Yeah. Yes. Except a bit more dated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. really? Oh, so they still have the old show. They haven't even updated the show at all. Y- yeah. Oh, do you, interesting. An, do you have an example of that? What's a dated uh, um, Well, they're all, I mean, they're all acting kind of like the show just rolled up through town. Mm-hmm. And it's very Western and they're mm-hmm. wearing like period dress. Okay. I like that. 
Huh. Yeah, That's but uh, I do not like the show, uh-huh. uh, which I'm. you just lost all of your listeners. I apologize. But I love the fried chicken. <laughs> so did it you is, see the show or did you get it to go at the hoop So there is next to there is Trails End, which uh, is a buffet. But inside Trails End is a to go counter where you can get the chicken to go. Got it. So I Smart. sat outside of a playground <laughs> like a female pedophile just eating a <laughs> ton of chicken and macaroni and cheese all alone on Valentine's Day and wow. honestly loving every second of it. It's the opening of Little Children 2. <laughs> It's a deep sh- cut for the little children say, fans what out that there. Is. What that is was that? that Kate Winslet movie. Isn't that what that's called? Oh yeah, a Kate Winslet, Jackie Earl Haley yeah, movie. Okay, Somebody never mind. Correct. I mean, you might. You're probably right. You are married though. Yes, I am. <laughs> yeah, God, that's so. Are you, did you just repeat that to yourself like a mantra? Um, it kind of it. It made it a safe space. Uh-huh. You know, like I had something to lean back on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fact that totally... like, it wasn't. I didn't only have my sad cup of macaroni and cheese. <laughs> right. There are other things in your life than a yes. cup of mac and cheese. So was that the extent of the four hours, or did you cram more? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Um, so after that, the problem is that Fort, I'm so, this is so boring. Fort Wilderness has an internal bus system, which I am not a fan of internal bus systems oh. at Walt Disney World. Mm. No, yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, to get yeah. you to the specific yes. lodging. So then I had the... to wait for a bus to go back to the front of the campgrounds to get my car. And then I was like, I got, I got to catch Happily Ever After. Right. The, the fireworks evening show. fireworks right. show. Okay. Sure. So I foolishly goofed on what time it was at because it's usually at nine and I feel like it was at eight thirty, which was really upsetting. Mm-hmm. And so I saw it from my car driving to the Magic Kingdom and it was great. Oh, yeah, you have a little private shell for it, I guess. That's yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, and I was in traffic, I think, because no one was driving, because they were like, look at the sky, it's exploding. Right. So I got to watch the show from my car, and then I made it there, and I sprinted to a fast pass I had for Peter Pan, mm-hmm. and then I made it to Big Thunder, I think, at like 8.50, and I had a fast pass set for that. Mm. Then I just enjoy the rest of the night. That's wow. great. I mean, yeah. I like it because I like the idea of that, that sounds like a mission, the whole thing. It's not a, yes. a pleasure, yeah. trip, but it's a mission, but I like a feeling of like... Time crunch. I'm Ethan Hunt, and then <laughs> yes. we have to get in and out, and we have to do it. Uh, which I did the other day, and listeners will hear on an upcoming episode. <laughs> in and out in three hours, we'll say, baby. I don't wow. want to spoil too much, but it involves two pizzas. It involves twenty dollars <laughs> a pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can't spoil it. It's can't a pretty spoil big. It. It's a lot of. We make a lot of hay out of it, but Jason. Let's just say there's two pizzas involved. That's we'll leave it at that. Can I ask one question? Yeah. Do you really like pizza or was one very bad and you had to redo the experience? Oh, it's oh. I, it's a different angle than it's you're thinking. Angle. Angle. Yeah. But they were both pretty good. Oh, oh. so if we tell yeah, we'll so, tell yeah, be no, we'll, off mic. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you off mic. We'll we'll sorry. Um, this, but this is a killer tease for a future episode. You know, people tease. are going to be like, really? I know what the people want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and I have a, a follow question that I think people also want to hear. Yes. Fried chicken at the the trails end uh, better than the Plaza Chicken in Anaheim at, at, on Main Street. Mm. Ooh, okay, so question. this is what I'm going to say: um, the fried chicken at Hoopty Doo Review mm. is the superior chicken. I think mm. one because it comes in a bottomless bucket, which everything well, is better yeah. out of a bucket, yep. and two, I think because it's times for all of that to be put on your table at the same time. It's the perfect temperature. Okay. And right. sometimes with Plaza on a trail's end, you get where there's just a few pieces left and it's kind of sad. You get those like real like gross pieces of chicken. Yeah. Oh. So that's hmm. 
Okay. Well, I would say. Oh, it's, but it's I, made with like dinner theater precision. If you see the show, yeah. yes, because oh. it all comes out at the same time, like a like a high end multi course meal where they put everything on the table together. That's right. like what I, we experienced at the Pirates Dinner Adventure in Buena Park, with the difference being that it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Besides that, similar idea. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That is a, the most I ever feel like my mother, and I don't do it often. It's like I I see there's a, a fresh tray coming. Yeah, I'll wait a second. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My thoughts exactly. Yes. But as I get older, I realize like, well, she is right. Uh, I mean, yeah. No skin off. Well. Uh, no skin off the workers. Bad. They're just going to dump the old ones and mix them up anyway. Yeah. You know? want yeah. The fresh one. Why not? Yeah. Um, I th- I feel like we also have to, we have to ask you about this list that you just posted. Uh, where you were ranking <laughs> controversial, the, uh, okay. Ranking the the Disney World attractions. So yes. I will mention that is an old list that got updated. Oh, interesting. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I already uh-huh. kind of dealt with people sending me screenshots of cast members in private discussions making fun of me, and now it's all coming back again. Oh no! Oh really? Yeah. Are you within the, the the Facebook group for this show? I know this was posted, and people had very strong opinions. Have and I this been was dragged? sent to me by Mike, but by, by like. Like, oh, this list, well, boy, a lot, a lot of takes here. And I read list. it and I was like, yeah, sure. I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't too upset. I got the list. I will say this. I got the list texted to me from a friend who lives in Illinois that like knows I'm into this. And she was like, I think I'm trying to figure out exactly what was the controversial order. Um, the only thing that I think everything for depending on what person it is. <laughs> I guess that's the <laughs> problem. Everything. The only thing I found offensive was country bears so low. But that's it. Other than that, I was like, okay, wow, I could you see. really called me on here to answer for my sins, huh? <laughs> I mean, I'm but, not upset. I, I'm no, not this is upset. we're here to get into the. Uh, well, uh, into the I mean, stuff. I was I was wondering about the list because uh, yeah, a lot of people w- were talking about it, but like your top ten. <laughs> this is scandalous. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> your top ten very much made sense, and I okay. like as I'm reading it. I mean, I think it's. Uh, working in media, I mean, we we try to be. I try to be self uh, aware, cognizant. You are writing for a large general audience. Like yes. travel and leisure is a general interest, like large audience magazine. Yes, full spectrum of fandom. Right. Yes. And yeah. also, what's the? There is no list that makes everyone happy. Obviously. Mm-hmm. No, there really isn't. No. So how would it be possible? Because like my list is Country Bears number one, but that's crazy. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Wildly inaccurate. <laughs> yeah, but that, but it is right. Like I'm searching my feelings, and it's right. Yeah. So how would that ever be a so possible? So I guess, like in terms of, and that list is also not my personal list. Right. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because personally, all I do is go on Space Mountain, and I get a fast pass. This is a Disney World, and I go. Oh right. no, no, no! I only write on the right hand side, and then I make them let me go to the right hand side, and then I, depending on how I feel, I choose a certain seat. What's what? up with right? Yeah, I was gonna say, what's right hand side? So I believe the right hand side is the original track, and then they duplicated it uh-huh. on the. Left. And the left is generally where standby goes. But sometimes, if because the, they don't fill the whole queue for the fast pass, they'll shove you to the left to go in the standby, and I don't stand for them. Interesting. Do you think it's and a better track, or it's just more fun to go on the original? I think that it's a better track, uh, but also I know which way it leans, so it feels like home. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It, it will, I gotta do that will next Will it time. also uh, beat you up? It's yeah. bad. Like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's a little yeah. like, Ugh. They're both rough. It is Space yeah. Mountain. Yeah. In, uh, to, is, there, is there a component? What, what have you found people have like have been upset about in that uh in your rank um everyone just thinks i'm an idiot it's just like (laughs) general consensus um it's because either it's you know a fan faction where they're like you gotta gotta lift up the old rides like the rides that people have a lot of nostalgia about Uh uh-huh um and then 
I think everyone else just likes to hate, but Mm -hmm. I kind of tried to approach it as a, you know, like what, like quintessential Disney attractions. Like, where is there a lot of story? Mm -hmm. Where is there like a full range of experiences, which is why I did one for Disneyland also. And I put Splash Mountain one, even though I never go on Splash Mountain. Sure. Uh, But I still think it's like, if you go to Disney and you ride one ride and you leave, That'll give you the gist yeah, of what the right. park is. It's, right. It's, yeah. it's, yeah. it's attraction. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's animatronics. Exactly. Uh, that's, I think I did Everest number one. Yeah, okay. I think that's right. Yeah, because if you, you know, if you show up to Animal Kingdom and you go on Everest, I feel like you can figure out what Disney in 2019 mm-hmm. is. Right. Huh. Uh, but people don't like that answer. This is just like the when Rolling Stone published the top SNL cast members and everyone yes. was upset. And obviously a list always is going to be controversial. So big diss on Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. was like <laughs> second to last or yeah, something. Or the, the, He's the country bears of the cast. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I guess um, when you when you talk about writing for a wider audience. Yeah, I, I recognize wider, that it requires wider, not white. Not white. Yes. No, 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 no. Yes, yes. Um, let's just clarify that. Sure whites only. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, 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 God. Uh, uh, a wider D audience. Uh, um, you like, uh, uh, I recognize that it requires levels to enjoy the carousel of progress. You have to be, you have to have the disease where <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, isn't it crazy and great that it, it it's VR that hasn't changed since 1994 for yes. like a family from the Midwest visiting to, like that, like by probably a seven year old child does not have the level of wait, why is 1994 VR different than current VR? And why is that something I want to do? whatsoever mm-hmm. yes. yeah um, so I, mean, I i hear what you're i really have to code switch a bit i guess just kind of <laughs> like because i mean you know in the fan community like i get everything that's going on but i can't really say that to someone who you know saves up for six years and goes to disney world and they're like i hear this carousel of progress is really tight and then they go in it and are like why are we trapped in this room for 45 minutes yeah it is crazy yeah. like because because uh, some of us are in our 30s um and we like imagine we weren't a nerd for theme parks you're just going into that right now today you didn't know much about disney and you're in a theater and there's an old man talking about an oven and that's the <laughs> animatronic <laughs> He's talking about an old oven and what it was like to use an old oven. And you're like, this is the thing everyone's been talking about. Yeah. The then he shames his, his daughter in multiple ways yes. for multiple decades. <laughs> he mocks her for costumes she's wearing. Of and course. Boys he and- explains the phenomenon of commuting. <laughs> and then they have like a, their uncles like drying out in a bathtub. Uncle Orville, who yeah, so gets weird. no privacy for decades. Which all the stuff that I've described, we love. Yeah. An old yeah. uh, robot talking about an oven. But I uh, guess yeah. a roller coaster is <laughs> a roller coaster might be maybe has broader appeal. Uh, it is so funny. Those uh, any anytime any list is published, it's I don't. There's never been a list when everyone was like. That's it. That's the perfect one. <laughs> you guys should just make like a prank list where it's all of your favorites and everyone will agree with you and the internet will love you. Yeah. I, I, I think I, we talked well, about we talked that. About, you know, we point. talked about uh, we we are like UCB a, a performer people from the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater, comedy theater. And we would, did improv there for many years. And I just wanted to do an unpublic, like an un an anonymous list. anonymous list of the top improvisers in Los Angeles. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. No explanation. <laughs> just a list no, of names. Just a list and like just soft public publish it, publish it, it and like never say who did it. Wait, I think and someone did do that. There I think was, someone like, did do a similar yeah. thing later. But this, there was I some this UCB idea. list where it was like every performer and it was just unranked. I think someone did a, 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 a maybe a bit 
there was it was more of a bit about like you know how they have like the up and coming comedians or whatever and I yeah. think that, I think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, they're like the best thousand comedians yes. in oh, UCB. Yes, yeah. that is, well, that's an annual. This guy does this annual bit of the top one thousand yes. comedians. Yes, yes. And last year, like now, they're starting to be like every year. There's a different twist on it. Like last year, it was all women. Uh, this year, it was the top two thousand finalists, and at the live show, they would reveal the top one thousand. <laughs> I was happy to say I was in the top. 2000 i don't know yes my entire uh sketch team made it in the top 2000 i don't know if i made it into the top 1000 i still have to find the video that's just that's the funny uh nice fun bit version mine was just gonna be this weird thing that was gonna drive everyone nuts yeah by ranking them all. But you're right, you were going to put like like e, like Ian Roberts was going to be low but then like some <laughs> random student was going to be the top Yeah, yeah. 10. Or like yeah, yeah, Matt Besser uh, would be number was, like 15 and then like some kid who had been doing it for a year was one ahead of him. I, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I just, love that so much. This is where people of theater gets burnt down yes. with this article. Uh, yeah, I, we didn't games. have yeah. it but it was such a fun fantasy to, to imagine. better than the current where it happens for the insurance money. <laughs> <laughs> and there's some problems at the yeah, Financially. <laughs> uh, anyway, anyway, uh, uh, so let hey, I'm saying if it's a if if the list is a dark uh, memory, I'm sorry. It's, to, um, it's uh, just I was not expecting it to be promoted on Facebook. That's what happened. Oh, is that it recently got promoted yeah. on Facebook, so I keep right. getting screenshots. Facebook Listen, it's tearing great. people apart. Listen, like I, the company gets a ton of clicks. Yeah. Everyone's discussing Disney. What's better? Yeah, just yeah. um, so I appreciate Disney debates yeah. out. Uh, no one has sent me. There are some very mean comments about me on the internet. Oh, no. No one has sent me anyone. Yeah, if you guys want a good time, check out my Eater video series. It is dark. Oh, no. no. We're sorry about that. What, like YouTube comments and stuff? Oh, yeah. And I fully looked at them, and it was... The thing is, though, nobody made fun of my appearance. It was all the way I held a fork and knife. What? Really? Yes. Bunch of, like cotillion uh, etiquette <laughs> <Yes>. people. <laughs> it was very, and they were very upset about it. Huh? That's so, not a salad fork. <laughs> like, what were they? They were just. I I can swear here, right? Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. just something like, "Bitch doesn't know how to hold a knife. Like, <laughs> why? Why is she hosting this?" And it was what? like, I'm just here to put cake in my face and get paid for it. Like, why are you giving me a hard time? I mean, you didn't hold it with the blade in your hand, cutting your hand, did <laughs> you? Because like if so. I like to cut with a fork sometimes. It's just. Oh, quick. I like that. Yeah. That was yeah. the problem. I don't know. I stopped looking. <laughs> yeah, good. So you, you mean to tell me it's difficult to be a woman on the internet? <laughs> now I've heard everything. <laughs> You'd be shocked. Yeah. All right. Even in this joyful community. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, it is. It is a more. Do you do you find that though that like with theme parks is your primary source material? Mm-hmm. Is it like nicer? Do you think than writing about general? whatever or or broader pop culture or whatever um, <laughs> maybe not i don't know huh huh i don't know yeah. interesting because there i've never i mean i've written about a lot of different things i started writing about theme parks about 4 years ago okay and i've never experienced a group of fans so passionate <laughs> about everything you do and everything you say like i'm currently filled with anxiety that i'm going to mispronounce a star wars reference and i will never live it down <laughs> well that's the perfect uh you know venn diagram right theme park fans and star wars fans yeah. like that's uh yeah. a lot if there is a twain shall meet yeah <laughs> mm-hmm. blood will boil cities will um, be toppled i think every now and then like something will come up uh uh 
that is is like ah uh, like fandom behavior happens but like spending so much of my life reading comics and learning about the history and the the culture around it like very little surprises me of like insane <laughs> fan behavior wrestling too getting to know more about wrestling like oh yeah oh, oh yeah nothing in theme park has quite surprised me of like compared to comics and wrestling yeah, people have a lot of time on their hands. Yeah. And a lot now they have a space to put their thoughts <laughs> in the last 20 years. That's really what's going on. That's what it all boils down to, huh? That's really what's going to destroy um, all of our brains. Well, let's open up let's open up the floor to mispronunciations. Let's start oh, talking God. about yeah. I'm so sorry in advance. <laughs> I won't know. I won't be the one who knows. I don't know it, any of this. I, the only way I'll correct you is if it's um like um one of my favorite pod racers. <laughs> So it's, you'll be fine. Mike has gotten years of comedy off of just knowing a dozen pop racer names, of the like pop. in multiple formats. Yeah. I'm laughing already. You should, <laughs> you're going to be very disappointed. So funny. So funny. That I, I mean, my do. phone, when I was trying to type out the phrase Hondo Onaka, oh, my yeah. phone uh, gave me the prompt. Did you mean Kondo Noncom? <laughs> Which <laughs> is also yeah. kind of a good Star Wars. The Kondo Noncom. Yeah. Is, I mean, imagine we were at this, we were this three day. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge press event. Yeah. And we were not allowed to take any photos. And typically, when you're reporting, you take photos of, you know, like food signs. So you can get the ingredients. Take a photo, you type it up later. No photos. So I was with my iPhone trying to write down all of these space food names, and it's just auto correcting (laughs) everything. Everything. And it was so stressful. Oh my God. You just got to shut it off entirely. Well, so so to let's. Let's explain the whole thing. Yeah, you have just you've just returned from yes, this from giant Planet press Batu, tour. Yes. Wow, wow! <laughs> One of the first to go. You wrote uh, an article, or you've written about it what, in in Travel and Leisure, and for yes, uh, I wrote and, um, and one Eater? story for Eater, and I wrote a set of six stories for Travel and Leisure that are um, there's two more coming out this week. Oh my god, really? Okay, so yeah. if you're listening to this, you may have already heard some of Carly's uh, work about this, but yeah, the main thing is you've been there. I've we been have there. not been there, uh, uh, and you got to walk through uh through queues and through parts of of rides yeah. and you've experienced food uh it does m- months ahead of well i might I, we might not be able to do it for a year and a half yeah. I don't know. in my um, head in my head it does feel like i'm talking to someone who like touched heaven like went to the other <laughs> side and now you're back because i'm thinking like you have been in the ride because we we go by and I always make my girlfriend we I stop on the top of the parking garage and go that's where the ride's gonna be and <laughs> I like think new, about the it same thing every time well, for not, sometimes eighteen we have, months sometimes we have a time does anyone think we're not all in on that that we are not part of the fandoms we have described oh, yeah sure uh, yeah 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 oh my god yes yeah, yeah when out, I yeah I take the our, parking garage photos yeah we're out of our minds <laughs> uh, yeah I do hope yeah. that heaven doesn't have a nine hour line. Uh, <laughs> But if, but it, I would argue though that if heaven is as good as people say, worth it to get in for a nine hour line. So you that's the same your way in. I guess now, by are there living bathrooms in the queue for heaven or? <laughs> no. Mm, okay. One hour longer that than okay. a picture with Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Jason and I waited eight longer. hours to meet Bruce Springsteen once. <laughs> was it worth it? Yes. It okay. was pretty sad. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, so you did this incredible three day. So yeah, explain yes. exactly a whole okay, thing. So it was, um, it was a three day press trip. It started in San Francisco at Lucasfilm. So we were in a conference room there and they were kind of giving us general general ideas. And at that point, you know, them even saying the name of a character was news. So we were like, oh my God, we were like eating it up, not realizing how in like the next three days would go. Uh. Like it's as though we've been to war and came back to tell about it. (laughs) 
but we got like a little little quick trip through the office to look at it. It's beautiful. Those people are so blessed. Um, and then we went on a plane and flew to Glendale or flew to Burbank, stayed in Glendale, went to Walt Disney Imagineering the next day. Wow. Then drove to Disneyland that night, stayed at Disneyland, and then had some meetings tasted the food and then went into galaxy's edge. Wow. How many wow. folks are, were invited? Like how big was the group? I want to say like about 15 journalists wow. at the beginning. I think at the beginning there were about 10. And then for the final day we had, we might've been up to 20. Wow. So there okay. been some people so this is too. an elite group of theme park yeah. journalists too. Yeah. Wow. It was, that's awesome. I mean, I've really never been in a situation where you're with like capital R reporters. Right. Mm. So every question, every single person asked was beneficial. It was amazing. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, yeah you, that's you, great. Yeah, because if we were there, it would have been a lot of like me asking about. Well, are there pod racers on this ride? <laughs> like, so th- these are people that like had, they can format a question so fast in their head because they do this, you know. Yeah, all the time. it was great. Yeah. It was like all of us learned so much more because a lot of it was asking and seeing if you could get an answer. And right. we learned a lot of things just by you know tossing something out there and seeing if we can get a response. Right. And because everyone was so much better at their jobs than I am. I got a lot of, <laughs> I got a lot of info. Sure. I, Man. yeah, I read the, I think I read the, I read the tech crunch coverage, the entertainment oh, yeah. Matthew weekly. Panzerino's story is I can't understand 80% of what he ever writes. And I'm always like, can you explain it to me? Like I'm an old person who's dumb and I still don't get it. But yeah. he knows he got the most interesting details. Yeah. yeah. He, the, the technical side was very interesting. Uh, uh, a friend of the show, Todd Martins, wrote about it for LA Times and kind of honed in on the play yes. uh, aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, Entertainment Weekly, a kind of like an overview. What are you <laughs> I'm laughing because um, the episode right before all this came out, I trashed the play Disney app. <laughs> Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> and it's I mean, apparently a big part of Star Wars. It is Wars. a big part. Which I mean, all the stuff they said sounds awesome and cool. Yeah. So I, yeah. I was just specifically saying the Space Mountain game left us very it'll frustrated. Be all that. Well, <laughs> yeah. The amount the company has used the word play recently is starting to get to me. The way like ten years ago, IP and content were like, oh, mm. that's bumping me the wrong way. Uh-huh. But then eventually, I guess you just get used to it. Like sure. We have. But um, everyone kind of have it. The Entertainment Weekly, similar to your article, is kind of an overview of everything and split up into sections, yeah. which was helpful. What's really interesting is that we all seem to have gotten like one tidbit other people didn't get. Mm-hmm. And like I, I know that like me and a few other people have kind of been exchanging those little bites, but it it was really like there's little bits of information. Like, I don't know if any I got that you're going to carry your droid around in a backpack. Which I was oh, not yeah. aware of. Yeah. Wait, what didn't carry your droid around? Yeah. So when you go to the droid depot to <laughs> make your own R or BB type droid, uh, um, the droid can physically move throughout the land, but for obvious reasons is not recommended, which right. I, there's not a chance I'm not going to be using my droid in the land. <laughs> but um, it's you put your little droid in a little backpack and then it like beep boops when it goes near stuff. Oh, and wait. So what, what does it do in the land? Am I getting ahead of myself? Do we want to go like well, top down? Let's finish this part. But okay, basically yeah. what you're saying is I think is that there'll be like in the Harry Potter uh, land or whatever, there's like certain spaces or certain spots where you use your wand and it, it'll mm-hmm. do something fun or it makes it rain or whatever. 
stripper. Uh, in this, like, strip. they'll be like a bad, not a stripper thing. Uh, uh, they'll be like a bad guy or something. And then your little R2 unit will, will notice that because there's some sort of signal it gets. And it goes beep, boop. And like, it maybe it alerts you to something or yes. something like, oh. So it'll be like, yeah, you're on a but little adventure. But even more so then, because, you know, typically at Wizarding World, you have a wand and you have to do a specific motion right. with the wand. And typically, this, it apparently, does not work. Yes. Typically, everyone's <laughs> children are confused and crying. Yeah, it's very, it's a very specific, like, loop-de-loop up-down. It's like but, old Wii motes on Nintendo Wii. But with the droids, supposedly, from what we understand, they will communicate to each other and with droids in the land. So you won't have to do anything besides like hug it close. Right. And uh, it will. I laughed because I, the cast member picture they, that came out, uh, had someone carrying the droid in like a droid, like carrier that looks like the build a bear. Oh really? I haven't seen that. Carrier thing. I forget where that was. Yeah. So will everyone get a backpack? Oh no, I think I think it's probably a purchase item. Oh, so you have to purchase the backpack also. Yeah. The backpack with the droid. was like a sidebar that I got out of like a side interview I with see. Scott. Yeah. So I it was just like a little like a little nugget of info. Who's, just like who's Scott? Uh, Scott Trowbridge. Okay, and I've heard that Imagineer. name. And who is he? Is, is he's part of um, I would call the captain of the galaxy's edge ship. Oh, okay, interesting. He's the I believe their title is like portfolio lead creative. Which Hello. none of those words make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. But he's making all the cool stuff for the spaceships yeah. and the lasers. I'm sure there's like nerds screaming in their car right now about um, his full title and his right. um, very brilliant outlook on everything that's being created. But mm-hmm. um, he's yeah. But you're following this guy around for three days. Uh, oh, he was um, he gave like some lead presentations. Okay. And then because the thing is, at these events, you know, we're we're like a ragtag group of journalists asking a lot of questions that they're not allowed to tell us answers for. Yes. Yes. You you Mm. said on the Disney dish podcast that you were kind of stonewalled about any operational stuff. Yes. Which Um, is, I mean, very much our interests. Of course, all of us, all anyone wants to know is how am I going to get in here? How long am I going to wait? Am I going to get on a ride? What's it going to cost? How do you think? Yeah. How do you think you're going to pull this off? Yes. And um, we were given, I mean, the first day I was told like, no, 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 no. This is top level. Like we're telling you what animatronic you're going to see, (laughs) Yeah, Um, which is understandable because you know that they will release that closer to opening day, but doesn't get, not going to stop me from being curious. Sure. I mean, hopefully it's that like, yeah, we're fine tuning everything. We don't want to say anything until it's confirmed. Yes. Every now and then you hear horror stories about like, oh, Imagineering uh, doesn't communicate with operations that much. So hopefully. There there were multiple panels where they were like, this is the first time we've had operations involved from the very beginning. Oh, Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's definitely, they're not not saying anything because they don't know. It's just that, you know, once Disney says anything on the record, it is like God's word. Yeah. So I think they're just waiting until it's right. Very, very specific and done. Interesting. Yeah. Sure. Well, um, how do we tackle this? Well, yeah, so, we, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess we start. Do you want me to visually bit, walk you through the mm, land? That would be good. Sure. All right, that let's start. Nice. I guess. So where did they put you up? What kind of per diem are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, As a freelance writer, uh, I lost money on this trip. Okay. Uh, all right. We've oh, all been man. there. Yeah. They uh, took us to the Lucasfilm gift shop. So I well, lost money. Sure. Oh, yeah. Do they have, so they have a, what are the, well, what's the exclusive merch like at Lucasfilm? So basically they're like, if it says Lucasfilm, it's exclusive. Okay. So I bought a very cute sweatshirt. 
Okay. And I bought a very cool water bottle that's, it's like the opening credits, so it looks like a sky. It's like black with like little white mm, dots. Uh, I like that. It's a terrible water bottle, but it's very pretty. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. When we got to go to Imagineering, I got an Imagineering mug and it sucks. I have to reheat my coffee <laughs> in like 10 minutes. So I feel you on merch that's still worth having, even yeah. though it doesn't do its function. Disney yeah. definitely, I have a lot of um, promotional water bottles from events over the years, mm-hmm. and it's all like a knockoff swell bottle. Oh. Yes. If you know what I mean, it's like that aluminum with a twisty top, but it's not a swell bottle. So it <laughs> the top doesn't like fully fit. Right. God. But um, I but still, it, it, still but it paid twenty nine ninety nine for it and oh, was very yeah. happy. Yeah, we've all dropped some money at Mickey of Glendale. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I need to buy an eighteen dollar goofy pin dressed in his outfit from the current ninetieth birthday celebration? No. Did I? <laughs> Yes. Wow. Does he have a similar uh, Mickey outfit, the, the party suit, or does he have a different? He has like a fun little hat, and then he has a handmade confetti vest. Confetti. Okay. Yeah, it's so yes. similar to Mickey Minis. Yes. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah. Mm. Um, so so when you get, did you know, because this, this, this is my experience with the day that you guys got to all put these articles out. I was seeing a movie with my girlfriend and I got out and I said, Oh my God, I have 30 <laughs> texts from Jason and Scott. Yeah, yeah. And I went like, did some, did something wrong? Is something, did somebody uh, die? Did yes. somebody die? Like what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Did, did Walt Disney rise from his grave and we have to do a quick episode to cover this? Uh, and I'm clicking through and I was like, what? I couldn't even, there were so many it's articles. And yeah, and so, so did you know that this much info was happening when this trip was proposed? Did to say we're going to do X and Y. So did you know I'm going to get to go to the land? I'm going to get to go to Lucasfilm? Did you know the extent of the trip? Yes, because there was um, a, the most travel that's ever been involved in a work trip before. Right. Okay. We, so you needed we to We traveled know. every day and stayed at a new hotel every day. Gotcha. Jeez. But um, we knew there would be an embargo. I don't know if we knew at that point what day we'd be able to publish. I think they just told us you'd have a few days. Um, we'll let you know more once you're there. But we knew we didn't know what we'd be doing. We didn't know what the panels would be. We knew where we'd be. And I think I had to have known. Yeah, we knew we'd see the land. But I kind of don't. I until I'm physically there, I don't trust anything. Right. Mm Because anything can change. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But I knew that we would be releasing information. I didn't know it would be at midnight Eastern time. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Oh, that's that's how it was. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was at 1201 Eastern. Um, I'm still not really sure why, but uh, anyone who went to bed early that night it really lost out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like on my way to an early bed. I was trying to keep it mellow. And then the news dump happened it, and I lost like, my shit. It feels like this is the only time it's happened after office hours Uh huh. where uh-huh. they're like, Oh, were you going to go to bed? Never. Like it yeah. just, everything came out. And I tweeted about this, that I did feel like the kid in the Disney world commercial. I'm too excited <laughs> to sleep, <laughs> which I don't, <sighs> I, this is jumping around, but we did, let's just the thing that I found out via you and you. Okay, mm-hmm. you said ask me. You said ask me. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Let's with, get this I, out of the, the way. Speed You'll of feel sound better. I typed is Paul Rubens back as Rex. You did not know it was that was like a little I, dagger because I was worried. Well, maybe I will say I didn't know because I might have been clinically brain dead at this time because I had been <laughs> writing. I threw an Oscars party, so I started writing two days later than everyone else. Oh, geez. So wow. I had cranked out five stories in 24 hours. Oh, my. So God. I was um, that's why I was like, I don't know. Yeah, sure. Well, thank yes. you for helping me anyway, because you referred me to your friend at Nerdist. Is that correct? Yes, Amy Ratcliffe, who knows everything about everything about okay. Star Wars. She mm-hmm. is a brilliant genius. Uh-huh. And I knew she would know the answer. And she did. 
And the answer was yes. Paul Rubens yes. is back as Rex, as DJ Rex in the in Oga's Cantina. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I true like you guys know I don't like there's not a ton of IP that I am crazy <laughs> for. I w- I felt like such a little I had such a flurry such a swell of emotion i'm not kidding i was too excited to go to sleep i could sense that from the i think i said to once i go i think this is the most excited scott has ever been yeah i could tell from the text messages that you were like on the highest of highs just of yeah yeah, going on incredibly i I mean it's as we've said it's it's become a joke but i do think it's true that rex is my favorite character in fiction (laughs) (laughs) and knowing that he'll he's back he's he's back with his actual because if it was not Paul Rubens. Yeah. And also, I mean, I love Paul Rubens anyway. And this is, uh, you know, this is a great gifted comedian's second most prominent character <laughs> uh, in the world. It goes uh, Pee Wee Rex Penguin's dad. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, <laughs> no slide on Penguin's dad. Penguin's dad's really good. Yeah. But like there's more <laughs> mythology coming to my favorite character and it's well, really him. This is. Uh, the, ah, God. <laughs> I was at D23 two years ago and I texted both of you when they announced the Rex was going to be back in the land. And it was like uh, the Avengers coming on stage. <laughs> it was that the audience was that jacked. So it's uh, I'm so I'm saying a lot of people have this affection. So I, I get. I mean, I feel it too. I have more like feeling in my heart right now <laughs> than I ever have on the show. I can't believe I, what I can't believe is that you're, see, you're, you're I, new to all this. I love Rex so much. So you look deeply. like I know people can't see your face right now, but I wish they could. You're you're elated. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm beaming. I'm a little like red in the face. Yeah. I, I, I just Rick felt so relief. Much. I was like, Scott's going to be so worried until he gets a firm answer. Yeah. And hopefully it's going to be the right answer. <laughs> and thankfully answer we got no. it really yeah. quickly. And it wasn't like, what would I do? I wouldn't I don't care know. about any of this. Rex is played by Josh Gad. Oh, God, God, God. <laughs> I'm in the casino. <laughs> Trevor Rex. Noah's doing it. What? <laughs> and <laughs> introducing Megan Trainer as Rex. Oh, no, no. He can't do everything. Uh, um, yeah, incredible new. But what I, I was getting concerned because, um, you know, the announcement was made that Adam Driver and the, you know, the, and uh, uh, the, you know, Daisy really, the, the cast of the current films is going to be in it and not seeing a, a, a specific name confirmation for mm. him really made me <laughs> well, afraid. Yeah. Cause they're all involved in the, and I will give a formal attraction name. So PR mm. doesn't send me an email oh, yeah. uh, in case they ever listen, who knows, but it is star Wars rise of the resistance. Okay. Um, right. The cast yeah. of the current sequel trilogy, as I've learned through writing many stories last week, that's what, they, what that's it's the called. official, um, that they are, they're in the ride, but, they're, I think they're only seen within the attraction. Right. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, gotcha. Okay, but okay. I, I told you I, I saw Rex, right? I w- wait. No, I'm not sure if you did. Maybe you didn't. Maybe or maybe or, or I'm or I'm forgetting Prepare a detail. Yourself, well, tell, Scott. Yes, tell me. They or, showed us. Oh my God. What you did you see him in operation? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> ah, all right. Well, how did this go? Take me through every step of that, and uh, then I swear we'll talk about it. You knew this was going <laughs> to be might be the next hour, though. Uh, I've yeah, got ribs I need to cover. Okay. <laughs> okay. Or no, hot to... dogs. Space hot dogs. There are oh. space hot dogs. Oh. Hmm. Um. Yes, there are. Yes, there are space hot dogs. Wow. Um, but okay, so I'll, I'll try to uh, uh, I, <laughs> do your best. But I kind of want to drag it out because I want you to be as happy for as long as possible. You could. We could tease it. You could. Okay. You could you um, get to it because if but, it's part of the bigger story. Well, it's just that we so they. On the day we went to Imagineering, mm-hmm. um, they took us to the animation building where we saw Hondo Onaka and we saw Doc Ondar and we saw the most important 
of course, Rex. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And they... I got caught for recording sound because I didn't know you weren't supposed to. So um, I didn't have, but I didn't start that until after um, we heard him bop around and play music and give DJ commentary. You heard him talk. You heard new dialogue. Like wiggle his little arms. (laughs) Can you say anything you heard? Maybe not. Um, Well, you know, so he, uh, he said stuff during that, but then he also, (laughs) this is just going to be a big old jumble, but there's also, as you know, as we've talked about, they're selling a small toy shaped Rex that can just like, Scoot around your apartment and play music. He moves. Oh, he moves. Oh yeah. What? God. Well, that's big news. I didn't read that. Like boogies around on the floor like a Roomba, but he can also attach to your smartphone, so you can play music through him. Don't get too excited yet, because you can also have him do commentary over it, and he will make like noises because he's a DJ. I am a big fan fan of air horn bullshit. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like peak. Toy execution. Wow. He moves around. I am high. You now. can play any music you want through any music Rex. You want. Oh my fucking lord. So yeah, gang of style? Whoa. Yeah. Megan Train. Gasa, Gasolina. <laughs> Despacita. Uh, Weezer's Africa. All my favorite all songs. Of our, yeah, yeah, so all you are. I mean, God willing, Whoa. if you're able to get one, you can have. Wait, what Rex do you mean, God house. willing, if you're able to get it's one? Gonna hard. People it's are going to be. A, yeah, it's going to be. Why? Make sell those out. many as possible. <laughs> what I mean, do you I mean? I just, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be really hard to get <laughs> Okay. All right. Introduce you to the. Now you have to stand in line with us. Yeah, that's the wrong one. Because if you want that Rex. It, you have to go and first it, day. It's, it's good. It's like a, it's, they did a very good you job. You saw the toy. Yeah, too. we wow. saw it. Like, wow. So wow. here, larger question then. Yes. How tall are these droids oh, yeah. available for oh, purchase? Okay, so the droids so like, are. Like a foot? Like, I would say maybe the, the height of a, a character popcorn bucket, a little taller than that. Okay. <laughs> so they're not, they're not miniature. No. But right. they're um, big enough where like an adult can carry it under one arm. Okay. Oh, like a wow. child. So like a baby. Like my like child. A yeah. baby. <laughs> yeah. Like, yes, very much like baby training to carry one oh, around. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my God. They, um, are, they are very cool. So, all right. Dialogue. Yeah. How's he sound? How's he doing? How's he doing? How's he he been since his Um, his flight disaster? The way that they kind of explained it to us was that he had like pivoted jobs. I think (laughs) there's a whole backstory. I think it's that he ended up on Planet Batu at Mm -hmm. Black Spire Outpost, which is the like marketplace center, cantina, et cetera, area of Planet Batu. Mm -hmm. Um, But he, yeah, he ended up there. He, Oga supposedly gave him a job, I think is the backstory. And then he's there um, just playing like an hour. I tried to fact check it the other day. I was like, now is it a three hour show where one hour repeats or is it three hours of original music? And I I think it's, I didn't hear back in time. I apologize. Okay. Okay. I think it's at least minimum an hour of original music with him like interstitials. And you said the music, it's bangers. It's so Good. What's described? I oh. mean, what I read like was synthy poppy eighties, which it's, drives me absolutely insane. This no, is the most made for me. I almost want to say it's a little worldly, which is very general, okay. but because it has like alien languages in it, I think, mm. and it's like very lefty neck, my favorite thing in the Star Wars franchise, the song in Return of the Jedi. Oh boy, there was a, so a real quick in case the listener. Uh, there were two versions of. Uh, with many versions of Star Wars, less, uh, not Last Jedi, uh, Return, Return of the of Jedi. Jedi. The original had this like very princey sounding song that's a cool yeah. ass song. Mm, done and by John Williams' son, a longtime member of Toto. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, current singer of Toto. If you huh. uh, and then it was replaced by, in the special editions, Jedi Rocks. 
the worst thing I've ever. Is that the one with the screaming? Yes. Yeah. See the the thing. What's the piece of your throat that dangles? Uvula. Yeah. You see the aliens' uvula. They go so close in on this fake looking. I hate that they replaced a cool ladies' jam with that. Oh no! This is this is a fuck ton of fun. Oh yeah! Wow, man, it's really good. Okay. Can you, and then I'm sorry to keep our <laughs> okay, thing. Yes. Yeah. We will keep, we will get there. This yeah. is a special seven hour podcast. I, just, if, I can relax if we clear all this. Can okay. you remember anything that he said or are you allowed to even say that? Um, I can't remember, but I could mm-hmm. listen to my audio from the toy presentation <laughs> and figure out what he said and then text you later. Okay. I will accept that. Okay. Uh, uh, sorry audience, but you know, I hope you're all on my side. Like you're, you're rooting for me. I think um, it's some like radio puns. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's neat. As yeah. long as he's trying his best, that's all we care about. He's doing a great job. That's great. what it is. Yeah. I, I was connecting, like, I went on Star Tours last night, and I was, and I was the spy for the second time, by the way. Oh, wow. Thanks, Kyle Mooney. The, the tips that I, I, I know how to play out now. Yeah, it's sort uh, of like a... the audience with Kyle's, there's Kyle had a tip, and it works. I think he said, yeah, he said it's just something about, like, it, you, it's, it's like looking bored but in a way that reads it's like playing out it's like finding your light or finding the camera and so it's like yeah it's sort of like you, you never look too much down you think you just put your belt on but always look kind of straight ahead but kind of like have just like this bemused or whatever like a nonplussed look on your face you can't act it up too much right you gotta still play it down uh, um, but yeah, you know, it's like a sort of like a photo bomb. Like you have mm. to it's still like, you know, wide eye. Yeah. You, you have to be like a figure that reads. Right. And as my wife pointed out, you know, you can do that all day. However, if, so, if there's somebody with Mickey ears or wearing something silly, it's going to be them. Right. Uh, uh, but if yeah. you're in a cabin without silly hats, you're in the clear and you could potentially right. be wow. the rebel spy. But I'm just so impressed that we learned that tip. And I've actually made it happen twice. Yeah, um, it works. I, yeah, so I feel cool. like I got a knack for it now. But anyway, Star Let's Tours, go. I was just reminiscing about oh, Rex yeah. and I was thinking it's what you were saying about Buzzy. He's like, you know, he's, oh, a, yeah. he's a little guy trying his best. And there's so maybe I didn't connect to Star Wars as much as a lot of kids because I, you know, I, everybody seems so official and they know the universe and they know what they're doing and they speak in all this jargon. I get on Star Tours and Rex is just like a regular bumbling guy. He fit. I just like he was your every man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I guess more. I guess for some reason more so than Luke to me. If so, yeah. If Star Wars has starred Rex and not Luke, yeah, you would have loved my it. favorite movie. You know, it actually. <laughs> I, I seriously do equate it to <laughs> Marty McFly because I love Back to the Future a lot more than I love Star Wars, uh-huh. and I think it being like or just a regular nervous ah, geez i don't know uh, right. uh i just connect to it more than like somebody with the rebel alliance will be like well they're gonna have to they're gonna have to physically remove you from the cantina <laughs> that's what i don't i don't know how i'm gonna stay there you love long. rex so much i love i've really so made it I, clear I, I think like if, <laughs> if carly's we have to, mouth is a gape i just I, I mean I, I feel honestly i feel guilty that i've seen him and you haven't it's okay i did I'm, not cherish it this much but you answered my question you pat you you didn't have an answer to my question but you passed it along immediately to somebody who did and yes. so I, th- I owe you very much for that. And that you, you came here with very little notice, like like very little lead time to tell us about all this. So I'm indebted to you on that. Love you. It's 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 great. And I will, feel I will find out it. exactly what he said. I promise. Uh, sure. Sure. You're Thank a you. journalist, too. Like, Scott, if you were in there, it would have been embarrassed. He would have been weeping. <laughs> trying to hug him. And uh, yeah, like, and tr- yeah. And they would have to like be, sir, excuse me. We have to revoke your press 
clearances and credentials. Like, I think it's so close sorry. to like my feelings about Adam West, and it's like so, like there's very few things <laughs> well, that occupy that, yeah. this uh, or Prince or like there's very sure. few pieces of pop culture. It's Adam West, Prince, and Rex. And Rex, your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's start. Let's okay. Okay. Right, so, okay. a little bit right. at the beginning. Calm down. Have, you guys take it from here. I'm spent. That that sort of reaction the other night is like if we have to divide our efforts to to experience this. I know Scott is just going to post up in Oga's canteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, I sure am for other reasons. I'll get uh, to and Yes, for other reasons. Uh, I I think my uh, big pick would be uh, Rise of the Resistance. I think you're correct. The ride? Are I, you crazy? The, the main <laughs> the attraction. Mike, you're doing the Falcon then. So uh, just by process of elimination. <laughs> Sorry to saddle you with the... Uh, he's oh, doing no, the not, pod not racer. Not to roasters? Yeah, not he's, he's to roasters. I'm going to just hug that giant uh, pod racing engine in Ronto's <laughs> roasters. roasters. That's fine. Uh, and I'll imagine me, that I'm... Uh, space hot dog. All right, anyway, um, back to the start. Let's go. All right, so... Let's talk Rise of the Resistance, which is sort of like I would call it the Star big... Wars colon Rise of the Resistance. Oh, okay, I mean, yes, Star Wars colon. Official, yeah. I can't, oh, man. Totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. No, please. <laughs> we love punctuation. We, we have love a colon these in our title. Rides. So... Yeah, you're we right. We have colon. Um, yeah, Star Wars colon Rise of the Resistance. Uh, let's see. What is everyone actually going to call this ride? The uh, Resistance ride or the <laughs> the big ride? Bad you mean like, ride. Yeah. What's the like, like, just in the way that regular people are going to call it Star Wars Land. You mean like how not I don't the I Falcon? Don't, I'm not going to call yeah, it Mission. Yeah. I don't call the Guardians other the one. Ca- I think just the other one. Probably the other one. Yeah, yeah. right. Because they're going to call it Millennium Falcon. The, the, the yeah. Millennium Falcon. The big one or the big something. One. Yeah. The big. Well, hey, you want to go to the big one? Yeah. So have you a, have been to the big one. You've have been, been inside the big I've one. I've been inside the big one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's so they showed us a portion of the attraction. Yeah. They did not show us the whole thing. We sadly did not get to go on that little eight seat droid powered trackless vehicle uh-huh. but i did see a lot of artist renderings of it so i feel like if i convinced myself i've been in it it could okay. so they didn't even uh it wasn't even like to sit in there in the ride Mm-mm. there was no sign of those vehicles no so this is what i didn't because um as i think you guys have talked about before the description of the ride has been utterly vague mm-hmm. yeah they're just like you're gonna maybe see somebody bad Get like there's nothing about it yeah yeah um mm-hmm. but i didn't realize that it's so The second day of the trip, they told us that it's essentially four attractions in one, which we were like, go on. Um, And they showed us what we think is one and a half out of the four. Okay. There's still mystery as to what the four are. Yes. Because you, the the coverage, the the verdict seemed to be you all got to see one third of this. Yes. So I, um, yeah, I asked the guy after I was like, so how much did we see? And he's like, you saw about 30%. Yeah, really. And I just started screaming, and he's like, he like the quote he gave me was like, yeah, it's a monster. People are gonna wow. freak out. Yeah. Did you see that number that was floating around twenty eight minutes? Yes, they commented on it and said it was inaccurate, but okay. it, it is um, one of the longest attractions they have. <laughs> Interesting. What is? So, do we know the longest attraction? Pirates. Is so, well, pirates? the thing is though that it's not all. So it completely upends any any idea. Like basically, what you think is an attraction, this right. thing will explode because sure. it's part of it is walking. Some like something that would generally be a queue situation, whereas like you walk, you turn a corner, you walk, is part of the attraction. Right. Mm. So, so so like yeah, the like two different ride systems bridged by walking that all counts in in the time for the attraction basically. Yes. So you're not sitting in a little vehicle for twenty something minutes, but you are part of. It's the attraction. Or universe of energy is probably the. 
<laughs> this we, is going to compete with Universe of Energy. We should definitely compare this to Universe <laughs> of Energy. It's, it's, it's kind of like the new uh, Universe of Energy. Universe of Energy. That's exciting. There was a thing. I'm always, I, I read a lot of the message boards for rumors. And like two mm-hmm. years ago, there was a rumor that it was a ride you would get to get off in the middle of. Who yes. May, I mean. So I think uh, it's hard to tell because. So the part that I experienced was we walked the entire queue, which um, it's big. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to leave it as that. And you said, I think on the other Disney, Disney dish, it's like probably as long as the Avatar queue. That's what it felt passage. like to me. Uh, but unlike the Avatar queue, I don't know if you guys have had the pleasure of really walking that entire length. Only. Yes. Um, it's not it's not kind of like there's small spaces, then big spaces like the lab and then small spaces mm-hmm. there. It's really all themed similarly. So it's all kind of small corridors through oh, that's cool. um, laser knife cut openings. Oh, cool. yeah. Um, so you're like in this cavernous expanse for TBD amount of time. And sure. then you get into a, I believe it's like a communications merge room. And then that's kind of where the ride starts. So you merge like the standby fast pass. Right. And then you see BB eight and raise there. And she's like, come help us. And then you go out, then you go outside. Right. So like this door opens, you know, like a star Wars. Is there a technical name for like a fancy star Wars door? Mm, I don't think so. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you go and then door. you board this, uh, Wait, not, outside? Yeah. Wait, I didn't know this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so it's wow. like, um, you're in a merge point, and then from there you enter the first room. Okay. I guess I'll just give you the whole spiel. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, BB-8's like, what's up? And then they're in a group of, I think it's like 48 to 55 people. Okay. So imagine like you once you enter the Haunted Mansion, you're, you're waiting to go into the stretching room. Cool, yeah, So this, yeah. their quote-unquote stretching room is Ray via hologram, BB-8 explaining to you the mission that they need you to go on with the resistance. Mm-hmm. So from mm-hmm. there, a door opens, and instead of going down a terrifyingly cramped dark hallway, you are outside and pose X-Wing. Is that? Yep. He oh. has an X-Wing, yeah. Okay. I'm scared there's like some secret official name for <laughs> no. it besides like generic I X-Wing. So. I only know about Rex, so you're fine with <laughs> the, I don't know. I live. It's true. I don't know about yeah, anything Yeah, you're, you're all set. I just can't mess up in front of the other so two. That new, fu- new Han Solo's there? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> on solo but different is there <laughs> uh, so a couple of questions yes. uh, so there are bench bench like seating carved into the walls in that in a queue area portion of the queue <laughs> a portion of the queue yes. benches. tell me no, about the I've benches got, I've got operational questions uh, single rider line so Do I we could know? not confirm I I, okay. asked mul- I listened back to my recordings and it's just me pathetically asking multiple men being like hi I saw four doorways leading into to the merge room does that confirm or deny that there's a single rider sign? and they're like you need to walk away yeah but i did physically see the single rider sign in the millennium falcon opening so i oh, okay. so i saw the sign so we know that literally that, that is happening but they have not said in this very long uh uh rise star wars colon rise of the resistance yes. ride you didn't see a sign of any bathrooms halfway through the queue. There are not. Like and I, okay. I mean, I definitely asked them. And yeah. I think it's um, the type of thing where I don't know if you guys have seen the way that they load in Flight of Passage at Animal Kingdom at Disney World, but they hold the line in the walkway to Africa. Okay. So they hold the line for the most part outdoors now instead of in yeah. the actual indoor queue. I think so you can like get out to get coffee or get out to get a snack right. and they have little snack truck there so you can get food so you mm-hmm. don't just like wait hours and hours before eating. So I think it'll probably be something like that because the ride is separate from the rest of the land. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Yeah. It's down a pathway to the left. Yeah. So I think there is room just in that general space to hold an outdoor queue if you like 
I assume that's what they'll do off-wise, right. uh-huh. but that's just an assumption. Yeah, yeah. they were they... kind of doing that opening summer of Gringotts. They had a lot of snack stands in line yes. and like a return system if you want to use the bathroom. It was yeah, it worked pretty well. I think it'll be like that, but I, yeah. I don't think there will be a single rider line because you do move when this massive group. Sure. Hmm. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Huh. So okay, we're outside back to the entering okay. stuff. <laughs> Fine. Listen, when I saw uh, I saw the seat, the bench seat in the queue, and I pointed it and was like, "What is that?" Yeah. Wow. It was thrilling. That wow. is, yeah, no, that is a neat thing that they give you. A it's place not the to whole queue. Line. Don't get too excited. It's only a portion. Okay. But, sure. Oh, so then a door opens and you're outside on a loading dock, mm-hmm. and uh, what we're told is that there'll be sounds of like ships taking off, oh. a lot of things happening, and then you and your your crew of a zillion people you enter. Um, the first quote unquote ride vehicle, which is a ship. I don't know the name of it. They didn't know the name of it. I think it's just a general transport ship. Right. Sure. Oh, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I know. I think I know who pilots it though. I think I read. Yes. <laughs> Should yeah, we all no, say it? Yeah. That's the way I say it at once. Nine. nine it's Nyan. I realized for years nine. I was mispronouncing Nyan's name. Yeah. I thought it was Nian, but his real name is Nyan. The and he fuck is, are you talking he's about? Lando's he's Lando's friend in the, in the Falcon yeah, at the end like of the smushy in, face. In Return like of the Jedi. Like like the, I stopped paying attention after the Toto song. I don't know. Uh, he shows up in <laughs> Force Awakens too, apparently. I thought he dies in Last Jedi. But he doesn't die in Last Jedi. No, only Akbar dies Akbar in Last Jedi. Dies silently, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Last, yeah. What Just, a loss. I agree. I, this is, Admiral Akbar. I was telling them before you got here. Uh, I only just a couple of days ago saw Solo for the first time. Mm. So before all this, dads, all this Star Wars stuff was coming out, I was like, uh, this is getting me interested because. After Solo, my Star Wars interest is at an all-time low. <laughs> Did not enjoy that movie. <laughs> I am enjoying all of this, uh, all the stuff that's come out this about the con- land, though. So, oh, this yeah. is, the land is the best movie already. I have a uh, yeah. number <laughs> one. Yeah, it's yeah. for sure the best movie. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. way. So yeah, so so you're in there with. An so here's an interesting thing: is that I, as far as I can remember, they said so you're in this this ship. They said there's two pilots. I feel like they said, oh, no, no, they said there's two animatronics up there. Oh. The only one they named <laughs> is Nine and Numb. Nine and Numb. Nine and Numb. <laughs> so they are not ready to reveal the other animatronic. Either that or it's like a small nothing that's not okay. even worth thinking. Like it's the back right. of someone's head that you don't even see. Yeah. So not sure. But I know that uh-huh. Finn, yeah, Finn patches in. No, Poe patches in while you're um, on the ride. Because he's your escort. He's, no, he's like, he's coming with you, but he's on his own ship. Right. Yeah. So he, I know that he then, like, you know, there's something happens, as something always does, and then they fight, and then mm-hmm. I know that Poe leaves. Yeah. Uh-huh. He escapes, and then you get sucked into a Star Destroyer. Mm. Right. Are you okay. looking up Nyan Numb? Yeah, I do know Nyan Numb. All right. <laughs> yeah. You've seen him. It's like if you put a pancake on your face. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's, like a, he's a little mole guy. All right. Yeah. Got it. Cool. So you're in this, this ship, and the thing moves, which I'm really curious about, because it moves, but you're not, you're not holding on to anything. You're it, not seated. You're just standing. It, but it's like, a, oh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Which is a oh, ride okay. system that I don't think they've used before, unless you've been on the Armageddon attraction at Walt Disney Studios I in have. Paris. Yeah. Yes, the world's worst ride. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife glared at me like the, the uh-huh. maybe the low point of our honeymoon was like, why did you make me go? Oh, that on is the, the first attraction I went on when I got to the park. <laughs> and really? my husband's like, we're going home. <laughs> this we is both lost our spouses essentially (laughs) wow it's a a marriage ruining ride Um, wait, wait, how is it? But that's like a thing you like sit on that or, or no, you're you, like, like, you're like, it shakes. It's like, um, uh, it's not dissimilar to like the 
parts of backdraft and twister ride it out have little like plat for your standing but it shakes around yes okay there's well, a, and the void when the, we did the oh, void yeah. oh yeah, yeah you are in a transport ship and you're standing and you feel the room kind oh of right, right, right yeah yep is yeah, that sure. at the end or is uh, that the one where you're over all the fire early uh, over on the, yeah oh it's it's what's taking you down into the lava world but this um it does like physically move through space a bit and it moves like by itself Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Need. Okay. There's oh, I a, like this. Okay. There's an effect on Journey to the Center of the Earth in Tokyo that yeah, people keep mentioning this, but I don't like remember that. it. That it's uh, yeah, Scott's going. He doesn't You're, want spoilers. Hey, let's. No, we made it this far. Oh. All right. I guess I can't say. <laughs> so you know nothing off, off about my, the attraction. I don't. This is my first chance to have a couple rides I where I don't. It. Thank yeah. you. I can't spoil Thank it. He you. left. So we did an episode. He left in the middle of it when we were reviewing it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what happened in that episode. All, uh, I'm excited to check we it should, out. We'll someday. give a spoiler warning for the whole thing before this too, because these are some spoilers. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you as much as I know. Of course. Sure. Sure. So this platform. So thing. you didn't go in the ship. You just no. I went in the ship. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. It um, just wasn't zooming around. Yeah, I, had to, I mean, the experience I'd relate it to is probably a stretching room in that sense. Mm-hmm. That you know, you're with a group of people. You cram in. There's stuff happening in the room. It's moving, but who knows how much? I mean, moving at least on this coast. But right. Yeah. So and then you get off. It's like something happens. Then you get sucked in, and the door. So you basically you board, and you're looking at. Outside, you're looking at the, the landing deck. You're looking at post stuff. The door closes. Then the other door opens right. later on, and you're inside the Star Destroyer. Oh, okay. <laughs> so amazing. Oh, it's, it's, it's like a big reveal of yeah. and here. It's um, what they called one of many reveals. Okay. Oh, and right. it's a massive room. Right? I cannot it's... I cannot underestimate. Like, this is the biggest room. Like, I walked in. I was like, <laughs> how do you have space for this? How is there a ride after this? This is the biggest room I've ever been in oy, in my life. Wow. Yeah. It's a wow. 100-foot screen. Which is very big. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's just, it is all consuming. Yeah. I and mean. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm now getting very excited. Um, I've yeah. been excited the whole time, but I mean, no, the idea my, of like, it, My Rex heart swelling. I, I've had like physical. Yeah, I'm palpitations. Like, I'm nervous in this. I'm like, I'm yeah. like, I, I've, I don't know. I like my, my body is have experiencing weird, weird feelings. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think all the this. vibe that everyone who works on this attraction is like, oh, you guys think the Falcon's going to be good? Whoa. <laughs> and they're like, just Whoa. wait for it. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so the when you're on it, obviously everything's not where they don't have all the sound effects. So when it opens, I'm assuming there would be music. Did you we, get a full soundtrack thing? No, no, no. no. Our, I mean, okay. Uh, to set the scene, I am walking through a dusty construction zone with right. like full cranes, like potholes. Um, mm. I'm wearing a pair of men's boots loaned to me, <laughs> safety goggles, a helmet, and a vest. Sure. <laughs> so wow. I'm like just like flopping around and it's everyone's just working on the attraction. Mm-hmm. So they're just walking us through. I see. And being like, here is room. Scribble down as many notes as you can before we move on. Right. Okay. So so you were, uh, we'll open it up and there'll be like a big score and lights and you open it up and there were like 50 men in hard hats. Yeah. It was just people being like, why are you in my workspace? Right. <laughs> um, but there will be, they say 50 AAs, or no, not 50 stormtroopers, some of which are AAs. <laughs> so some of them will be animated and kind of like scare you. Oh, well, oh. What, so some of them wouldn't be humans. Well, no, I think some of them are just statues. I okay. see. But, but if there's enough, you wouldn't necessarily notice that the one in the back is yeah. just static. Yeah. And then I think there's the cast members who are dressed as first order officers are yelling at you or escorting you into a hallway to go to a detention cell. Man. Oh, God. Fantastic. Yeah. Scary. And did um, you go in the detention cell? Yes. And is that where your tour kind of stopped like yeah. that's it yeah and that's where they said will be the first time we see kylo ren 
and it'll be he'll be up top as though he like came in on a balcony mm-hmm. and you're just locked in a detention cell. Right. And you have to figure out how to get out. Is that an animatronic or is it That's what I asked. They said uh, they wouldn't confirm. They said it's one of the many forms you will see him in. <laughs> Whoa. So nice. I think there is an, there's got to be an animatronic of him, but I don't know if that's the one. Wow. I've never been so scared in an episode. Every, I'm so freaked out. Do you feel for you having been there? It seems like it might have been like a, was it all sort of like a freaky place to see, especially in its weird nascent form? I think the weirdest part is that it's like seeing a 90 minute movie and then being like, you need to absorb every single thing you're viewing because you're going to need to talk about it for the next three months. And just being like, I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, you can't take any photos. Right. Yeah. Uh, but it, 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 it looks like it looks exactly like the movies. Like wow. it feels. I guess I think what you're saying, and maybe I'm wrong, is that I think uh, you know certain theme park fans like us might have like uh, a lot of dream, literal dreams and nightmares involving theme parks. <laughs> and I do think I've had dreams where like I'm walking through an attraction and it's like half built and the lights are on. Like it does seem creepy what you're describing in a way too. <laughs> And am I, maybe that's just my own. Is that what you're thinking? Well, or I no? mean, a little bit that, but more just this sounds like a scary ride. Like and the oh, first time we all literally do this, the, not knowing what's coming. Because you don't of, even know to, to take it all the way. You don't you've done some of this. You don't know what happens at the end of this ride. I it do doesn't not. seem like. OK, OK. Hmm. Oof, boy. So it's going to be scary. But I'm thinking of it in the half as much as I if they invited me to go to this, I would, of course, do it. But part of me thinks like because we've all had nightmare like we've all thought about how scary it would be like the post-apocalyptic uh, theme park that's like <laughs> by half built and there's like people working in like it's, yeah. it just seems like oh, that no, to it me. wasn't uh, like I'm someone who can't look at the thing Banksy did. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, yeah like, for sure. Uh, that like makes me actually ill. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. No, yeah. this is just more like like, ooh, like they're ma- baking a cake. Sure. That's a good way to think yeah. of it. it. It does sound like they're getting people out of their comfort zone. In terms of expectations for theme park attractions. I think it's, there never has been an attraction like this. Yeah. I think that any any way you view a ride will be upended by what you go on. <sighs> sure. That's what a lofty statement. Holy shit. Well, I mean, <laughs> when else are you, is the attra- part of the attraction like walking into yeah. a ship and then walking off a vehicle and then walking to something else. Yeah, geez. Yeah. And with the Haunted Mansion as an analog, that, that's the, and, and way more, way beyond that, certainly. But like, I... What a cool, what a type of move Disney's really only done once or maybe twice. Like, it's yeah. very, it's really different. Yeah. And it does, like, it, it, it definitely, like, this is sounding like what they're talking about with the hotel and with every, like, this feels very much more like there's a full narrative and you are really in it. Whereas most rides, it's a very, you're still, even though you're in the car and you're supposed to be going through the thing, it's a much more passive kind of experience. You're much more of a spectator. This really feels like, uh, yeah, both can, of them are right. Mm-hmm. You, you, yeah. Literally on the other yeah. one. Yeah. Is there more, is there more to say about rise of the resistance or should we move on to? So, it? I mean, that's kind of where we, where we were ushered out and okay. kind of thrown back to the rest of the land. But it is, tease, it is very though. interesting that kind of their top level viewpoint of galaxy's edge is that they want you to feel like you're, you're in your own star Wars story, yes. which is the exact PR messaging. But like the way they set up the ride is that it's cinematic. So you feel like you're in a scene, like you feel like you're in scenes in the movie throughout. And I think a lot of that is the scale. Like the, the art we've all seen is that you're in that little vehicle and like the adats are like very tall and you're very small under them. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that will be feeling like you're in scenes and like things are scary and large and intense. Yeah. yeah. I do think that will, the size of the ATATs will scare me. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think, think I yeah. feel it's big things in a small room. Scott has a fear of big things in a small room. Is there anything in a ride specifically that... You know, thankfully, I don't get it in rides a lot, mm. but I get it uh, from just 16-bit Super Mario World, where if you're in a small space with that big ghost, <laughs> with Big Boo, Did I'm I afraid say of Big Boo. <laughs> but I, <laughs> it's all, it's the fake and like the most, like d- many generations ago graphics, but the idea of you open a door and then a ghost that big. Yeah, I can Ugh. tell you're like really yeah. working through some stuff with this ride. In like, general, yeah, you yeah, no, you've kind of gotten me to this vulnerable place. In general, there's a. a yeah, I, I, think, I think I will. I think I will. I think the the level of detail extending to of like your your eyesight of like your eyes almost as the camera of like all the coverage yours included talking about walking into the land and like everything slowly revealing itself. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's start with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, um, yeah. What do you know about like when when a guest just enters Galaxy's Edge. What's the deal? So we, the one thing we didn't do was actually physically enter through either either the three entrances. Those are um, oh, those are walled up, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, and then the entrance that's by, like back by Critter Country, where you'll enter through the Resistance Forest. Is that area? <laughs> yeah. So that you don't really get as as much of the whole like. Because the whole area that <laughs> unfolds is Black Spire Outpost, which is the main section. Mm-hmm. So that's the Frontierland and the Fantasyland entrances at Disneyland, okay. uh, TBD at Disney World, because okay. we don't really know the orientation. Go past uh, Pizza Rizzo, I think. <laughs> <laughs> God bless Pizza Rizzo. Oh! The pizza is garbage, but it is run by a rat! All right. Um, that seems like in the middle. I love the theming. Okay. Okay. Hey. All right. That's, All right. That's a notch in Doug's belt. Well, do you guys know about the, the what happens to the sign at night? No. So Maybe. at night they have this big neon sign outside. Mm-hmm. It says like Pizza Rizzo, and there's some slogan under, and like about every 15 seconds the lights flicker and some of the letters black out, and then it says it's Rat Pizza. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> That's great. I like that. I mean, That's great. Brilliant. This is That's the most great. the most embattled uh, <laughs> yeah. thing in a theme park. Uh, people is, have been hard one way, hard the other. So that's an interesting. Well, I mean, under, I mean, not liking the food I can get, but mm. not liking the theming. What's wrong with you? Wow. Well, the guests have said that you, uh, I feel like you were not, but you missed some stuff. Well, I missed the like. upstairs room, mm-hmm. uh, which was the like the discoy room, which I it sounds really great. But as far as just like kind of walking in and out, you you really have to look hard for a lot of the detail. Because like when you think Muppet Restaurant, I think I, my my expectations were pretty high. Yes. So it's just sort of like, well, uh, there's a sign that has a reference to the Muppets, which is nice. But I was thinking I was hoping like there'd be a rat with a chef's hat on. Oh, yeah. I would love a Muppet character dining. I think that's yeah. my dying wish. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think that's really where it's coming from. But, but yeah, I had a there's a feud with friend of the show, Doug Jones, who started texting me angrily from Orlando that <laughs> Pizza Rizzo, Pizza was, Rizzo good. was good. And then apparently I, uh, I told the story of him texting me on the show and he said that I trashed him <laughs> and then we hashed it out on another episode so there's a whole long and, and when I go Griffin back to Orlando I will reassess Pizza Rizzo I'm not trying to be just a hater but we can't we can't we're getting I'm, too much, uh, yeah, too too much. we're talking about that I'm still stuck on the fact that you will, you will transition from <laughs> I love that I love that a lot I'm stuck I'm, I'm hung up on the fact that you will transition from critter country into resistance forest that It'll, is what what crazy neighbors yeah uh, but it, I think it'll work. Yeah, I think so it's, too. Because I, I was on the Mark Twain the other day, and I was like, "Oh, the rock work." Yeah, no, yeah, I'm always on the Mark Twain. Um, <laughs> the, In the, your head, you are. Yeah, but the eyes, the eye lines, the rock work. 
uh, around the train tracks and the rockwork slash petrified trees of Black Spire Outpost did look right together. Yeah, there yeah. is yeah. one opening of trees where you can see a clearly Star Wars turret. So hopefully they'll put some more oh, trees they, right uh, there. They just started putting in trees. Oh, okay. Because okay. I was asking them very specific tree questions and they're like, uh, I have no idea. Jeez, <laughs> I was like, can you tell me the name of this tree? And they were like, I worked on the ride. Like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they're putting, cause also when you, um, so when you're on, I guess rise, I guess is what we'll call it. Sure. When in that area where you go outside to get on the cargo ship thing, and currently you can see the whole land from there, okay. but they mm-hmm. will be filling it with trees so that nobody from outside in the land can see that portion of the attraction. Cool. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of landscaping to be done. Because that'd be like okay. if the, the allies and the access were like looking right at each other because the resistance boof. is yeah. set up in the woods. The First Order is set up yeah. in Blackfire Alps. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah Palin seeing Russia, Russia from her yeah, house. Russia yeah, Russia Palin seeing Russia <laughs> from her house. Uh, uh, Falcon, we talked about. Okay, him? so um, I guess to go back to the entrances. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Oh, yeah. So it's the thing that I compared it to this on Len and Jim's podcast, but it's like coming under the railroad when you enter Magic Kingdom or Disneyland. Cool. Where you enter where you can't see anything from the gate and you get like a little more and then you, they shrink you down and then they expand it back open. <laughs> and that's what it's like. But once you enter, you can't see the Falcon. Oh. You have to go kind of into mm. Blacksburg Outpost in the middle of the town and then it appears. What are you seeing first? You see kind of the buildings, the different structures, depending on which one you walk in. If you walk in Fantasyland, there will be um, a First Order ship on your right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Or left. You're right. Because that's like the First Order side, basically. (laughs) Is the entrance through Fantasyland. And then if you enter through Frontierland, you'll be kind of in the center. And then there's if you look at the model or photos of that, there's that stairway. There's like a little stairway and then a walkway and okay. you would go up that and then it would be Falcon time. Okay. Okay. Falcon time. Yeah. Well, if it's Falcon time, uh, what can you tell us about that? You've been inside. You've been, you've been in a cabin. Yes. I've pushed all the buttons. I've pulled the levers. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> there's um, a lot of them, I guess. There's so many buttons. Do they really all, and they all do something? Do you so have that's to, the thing is that I, I've, you guys have been on mission space, I assume. Yeah. Uh, yes. Where it's like, push the, button. and then if you don't push it, it's just like, it doesn't auto matter. Override and it does it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I can't really get an answer on if that will, something like that will happen or not. Yeah. But yeah. there are a lot of buttons and I don't know how many will be lit for you to push at once, but it, I mean, it feels like the real thing. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like even the chairs, I was looking at photos, like the chairs look exactly the same. Wow. Well, and, and I, from the description, I forget which article said that it was a religious experience being in the Falcon, <laughs> but one of them did. And I think I was like, they were like, yeah, everything feels like it's not a chintzy like little yeah. button. It's, it's like, these are sub, like, it feels like a real machinery. Yeah. It's not pretend. Right. But I guess um, we should, so we should talk about the fact that so you wait in the queue to get in there and the queue is two levels and it takes you past the whole outside of the ship. So you oh, get yeah. to see the ship from the level of the top of the ship, which is very cool, mm. which is not an angle I thought that would be worthwhile. Oh, yeah. But it's like to your left and it's just there and it's very neat. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This is because you are loading into the bay of, I believe it's Onaka Transport Solutions. Yes. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> that is, no, that you can quote that. Is that right? Okay. Yes. Got it. Uh, so Hondo Onaka, a character only seen in the cartoons, yes. has started a, a transport company and yes. Chewie has loaned him the Falcon. Uh, yes. I love bureaucratic solutions to ride. Pro- I love like fake companies and rides and oh, stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, they yeah. like yeah. plucked this character from cartoons and made him the second most advanced audio animatronic they've ever built. Yes. Second only wild. to the <laughs> yeah. shaman 
Yeah, Shaman of Song. Not, the Nagi Shaman of Song, but also yeah. not from a film. It's weird that the two most noticed yeah. yeah. cinematronics right. are original. Yeah, kind of neat. Which I have two. Th- one, that, that it's always easier to make an alien creature look more realistic mm. than try to get into Uncanny Valley territory. That must be why. The other thing is, oh. and this is probably too cynical of me, but I'm like, if that was a chewy animatronic, everyone would want to stand and watch it but yeah. if it's a character they care less about they'll be impressed and move on maybe I don't yeah, know. maybe that's my personal theory the great jim cummings doing the voice oh is that uh, right yeah oh, he yeah. does it oh, in wow. the cartoon in star wars rebels oh and, i didn't uh, realize that yeah yeah he of the i mean what do you know him he's i mean Darkwing weirdly Duck? I, he's always Darkwing Duck, of course i weirdly go but he's been winnie the pooh for a long time mm-hmm. i i weirdly go back to Pete, as much as Pete is not a major, I just when I oh, hear his, yeah. when I hear his voice, especially being being mean and gruff, I think of the big fat cat Pete uh, from Goof Troop and Goofy Movie. This is gonna sound stupid, but I didn't realize Pete wasn't a dog until about three weeks ago. Whoa! What is he? Pete's a cat. A cat. Oh, that's why he's after Mickey and Steamboat Willie. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, that's why we get feuding with everyone. (laughs) I mean, they're very complex creatures, cats. So, Uh, yeah. (laughs) But I, I think Hondo and I I mean, he looks great. Like the what they released. We we saw him in action. Oh, you did. um, He was good. He kind of uh, like swirls on his base. He swirls like back and forth. But he has full hand motion. They like went into a lot of detail about how. They like specifically did everything to make him look real, but also to fit in extra. I mean, read Matt's story. He knows all the yeah the science the stuff. It, it's like electric transistors in the heads. Yes, it, it it it's easier to make fluid movements than, and you don't have to have hydraulic lines running yeah. into the animatronics. So mm-hmm. like you have more space for other components. I only kind of understand. It. Yeah, sure. We uh, had a lot of panels on those type of details, and I was like, mm, "TNL really doesn't, yeah, <laughs> doesn't they don't cover know. the science <laughs> of." Got to know your audience. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you saw that in Imagineering. Yes. Right. I think well, we saw him in the ride also, but I can't remember if he was animated or not at the time. Oh, so there was probably an animatronic. So the animatronics we saw at WDI were the ones that are being shipped to Florida. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's, you know, it's the exact same one, right. but just those are being finalized to be shipped. Oh, because they oh, don't need them there yet because it's yeah, open cause later. Yeah, because that one's a few months like uh, further on the schedule than okay. this one. Wow. When you're in Imagineering, do you like look over and like is Bell's animatronic from the Japan uh, yes. Beauty and the Beast? You saw that? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was expecting it to all be like in one Was room. that a total shot in the dark? Yeah, because yeah. I was I was sort of thinking it would be like, well, they only let you see this one thing because you're in the specific place so for I Star think Wars. They do they do tend to like push some things away? Like there's right. this one hallway that's so there's a conference room at WDI that every event like this is held in, and then next to the conference room is a workshop where they work on a lot of stuff that is usually newsworthy. Yeah. Right. And I found it very interesting that this time when I had to go to the bathroom, I took the long way. Oh, wow. They were like, we will usher you to take three right turns so that you don't take a left. Oh, wow. Interesting. So they definitely hid that from us this trip. Mm-hmm. But um, no, like uh, we saw the Beast and we saw Whoa. Belle. But what were, th- I think there were two AAs. Yeah, we saw them the working horse? on it. There's that I saw that in that video. There's the horse bell. Oh, the I horse. don't think I saw that. Oh, I mean, it was a little like I was trying so hard to write stuff down that uh-huh. I didn't pay attention, but it was there. They were working on it. Were, was there any Spider-Man anywhere? No. <laughs> oh no no no. They <laughs> was there. That's we did else. see the thing um, that actually Matthew covered at TechCrunch. Uh-huh. The I forget the name of it. The um, the AA that they fling in the air. No. Yes. What, yes. I forget the name of that project. 
Yeah, it's the stunt thing. Yeah, the robot stunt things. Whatever the specific name of that is, we saw where that was filmed. Oh, oh cool. okay. It's like right behind the animation building. Right. Yeah. Wow. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Oh, oh that's yeah. awesome. But yeah, we did see that. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. Bill's hanging out. You're seeing Florida Hondo, yeah. Hondo and mm-hmm. Florida Rex. Oh, all and Hondo in one also has room. a droid with him, but I don't know if it's, oh. I don't know what droid. Right. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know who Hondo's droid is, if it, that exists or yeah, not. We got to learn about Neither it. We all I. have to immediately love Hondo. I get love to Hondo, know Hondo already, and I love his droid, but I don't know what it looks like or what his name is or what its name <laughs> is. It'll be a good time. But but, so good. you're in that room with him and TBD droid, mm-hmm. and then you go down a hallway, et cetera, et cetera, and then you are in what I believe is called the guest quarters of the Millennium Falcon, the main area with like the holo chest thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, they change the way that they cue the ride so that you get to hang out in there. How many of those do you think there are? There's one. There's just one of those. How many cockpits of the Millennium Falcon are there? So, okay, I've asked some follow-up questions, and Uh they kind of were like, whatever are you talking about? But the way (laughs) they designed it so that it feels like there's six people that load onto one, and Uh then it feels like you're the only person that's in it. Sure. But I'm very curious to know the mechanism by which that works. Yeah. Um, There might be multiple Millennium Falcon ones. I don't know. The thing is, they took us down very specific hallways, so I don't know if there were other hallways or if it was the only hallway. But regardless, everyone will feel like they're the only person who's piloting or gunning or engineering the ship. Right. It's a a very neat trick and a much different from, like, say, uh, the Back to the Future or Simpsons ride where you can see (laughs) all of the doors. All of them pull out at once. (laughs) Chewie, we're home. Chewie, we're home. (laughs) Chewie, we're just down the line. (laughs) That's what the cast members will say when they take your picture with your eye. All right, everyone say, Chewie, we're home. home. Uh, Actually, this is a good question. I don't know if there are multiple because it must hold, like, 60 people. Okay. You mean multiple uh, areas before multiple, the Multiple, like, guest right. quarters of right. the Millennium Falcon. That's a good question. Because you hang out in there for a bit. So right. I don't know if it's just, wow. like, a, a queue where they would just hold the next 60 in line in one place. Yeah. Mm. So we're in general know. finding ways to have areas that are, you're still in line and you're still waiting. This is going to sound like a stupid comparison, but it's almost, it seems like what they've started to do over at the uh, race through New York attraction exactly where there's the waiting room. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Because it is the type of thing where you wait until your group is called. Okay. Well, that's cool. That's a better yeah. way. I mean, to I don't know if they'll have up. like tabletop games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What is the, the whole chess? Well, oh, yeah. 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 But if there's only one of those tables, that's going to be a fight. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. People will die. Yeah. Um, what else on Falcon? Uh, you got you went inside. You you touch buttons. Any yeah. any weird factoids about that? Yeah. No, I mean the screens weren't up and running, so it was just kind of we only got to experience sitting there. Right. But um, I I mean I don't know how operationally they're going to decide who gets to sit in the first two seats. Yeah. But I know I would yeah. murder someone to be able to sit there. <laughs> yeah, that's that feels like a big problem coming, right? Because like who, yeah. who it's that like, doesn't come down for their like tr- especially for less weird people like unlike us who are going to go a lot or try to go a lot. People for their one vacation and they want to sit in that front seat. So here's what's interesting is that I know that there's not a lot of information out about how Play Disney Parks factors in or how your reputation follows you throughout the land. That whole thing that none of us have any clear details on. Mm -hmm. I think that I I don't know if it's part of that, that you have to do different positions that that because I know it's like a group score. I don't know if sitting not in the front two seats is beneficial for you. Who knows? Interesting. But I mean, 
in every Disney ride, you can always request where you want to sit. Right. Yeah. And I, I can't see it being different for this. But they're going to need like a two hour line for all the people that request. Maybe they have that. <laughs> Maybe they have it. Because yeah. I always request where to sit on Flight of Passage. Oh, what yeah. is the secret for that? What is um, the... I, always, I think it's seat eight because, you know, it's, it's two rows of it's 16 seats, I believe. First eight and then second eight. No, I request seat nine uh, because it it that means you're in the middle of the screen. I wrote a whole oh. story about this once. And then I request like what, um, what I didn't, level is. Yeah, I like to be in the middle one, but it really doesn't make as big of a difference as long as you're in the middle of your interesting 16 seat thing. Um, a question about both rides that I'm not sure I saw gift shops after exit we to were the gift not, shop. Um, we were not taken through, but there are. Who knows? I don't know because they did. So they all of the stores they referenced, there's like a resistance outpost where you can buy your resistance gear. And then there's like a first order or something. We wear first order stuff. And those aren't at the ride exits. Right. So maybe I, not. Maybe not. That I mean, you're going to have plenty of ways to spend your money. At this sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I talk you merch have, in general. Uh, yeah. You have Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities <laughs> yes. shop. Yes. You do have Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. <laughs> Which oh, I forget what I tried to say his name earlier on uh, another episode we were recording. And That'll I come forget, out later. But yeah, you Jason called him like Doc Ondar. Dunk of Unk. Dunk of Unk. <laughs> dunk yeah. of Unk. I think I was dunk confusing him and Hondo Onaka. Uh, How could you? Mm -hmm. So now he is the animat. He's the animatronic, right? He's yes. like the gruff shop owner. But he's a big animatronic, and but you do not actually haggle with so him. So here's okay. That's been that's the rumor, <laughs> but it seems like it's kind of been debunked because that's that would be where I would be immediately. I think I it's wanna... not imperative to the checkout process, but I uh -huh. think that the cast member in the store haggles with him. I did <laughs> clarify, which I thought was maybe the smartest question I've ever asked is, does he speak English? And the answer was no. Whoa. Which oh. means that I think that you never get to converse with him. Sure. Because oh, he okay. doesn't speak English. Uh, I believe they call that standard. The language is called standard in Star Wars language. Oh, is that right? Is what English is called. Oh, oh I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know oh. that. That's I didn't know standard word. or basic. So like depending on what the line is like, the human performer could like decide how much business they'll have with the robot and the customer yes. maybe. Well, also the other thing is that I think a lot, I think this is like a high end store. Oh, okay. So I think maybe if you're buying like a fancy collectible then the interaction would happen. Is this the store that sells? I saw a picture. There were gold busts of Jedis, uh, including Yoda, Mace Window, and my favorite Jedi Council member, Plo Koon. <laughs> <laughs> Is this that place? I probably? believe so. Yes. Okay. I think they also said a lot of Sith related goods. Why would they, in the same store? I'm pretty sure that's where those are being sold. Interesting. Um, so this not, is like not the jewels of Bith. I, I cannot <laughs> confirm or deny where the jewels of myth will be. All right, fair enough. Uh, so galactic so yeah. basic is what English is called. Oh, oh that is such a good standard? insult. Yeah, standard. Uh, Ara, and then Arabush is the language. Is yes. sort of the which you see um, on a lot of yeah, stuff. which will be throughout the land. I know yeah. that. But I'm definitely going to call somebody a galactic basic if they're being annoying in Star Wars land. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be calling uh, two hundred thousand people that <laughs> phrase. Uh, so, so they did they tell you like this is more of an upscale store? Like it feels like this, and then the lightsaber thing also is of upscale, um, uh, at well, least price wise. Or, no, no, because I fact checked that. Oh, and it. I'm still. I sent a follow up email. I'm still trying to find out but i know that um one publication ran with pricing which was i believe like 
I want to say like a hundred dollars for a hilt and then like $49 for a blade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it put the price of a lightsaber at around 160. But from what I understand, that's not the main one at the shop that you would make. Oh, okay. So that's maybe a special one. So they said this thing called a legacy lightsaber. This is so detailed. I'm very sorry. No, no. Um, That's what we want. So in one meeting, they said legacy lightsaber, which was like a fancy lightsaber of a character. So like a Kylo Ren lightsaber. Mm -hmm. And then when we toured Doc Ondar's, they said like, this is where those legacy lightsabers we sold under glass. And under glass means expensive. Right. Yeah. Uh, But I can't get a final word on if that 160 is for the legacy lightsabers or for something else. Interesting. Because there's a lightsaber show at the like salvage or um, place I, where you design in, one. Yeah, in, yeah. in experience. Yes, yes, an experience. What are yes. the sabers? How are they doing the sabers? Okay, they're, they're, so when you go to Savi, so wait, hold on. Savi's lightsabers. I know there's a dash in there. So I'm seeing Savi's workshop. Workshop hand built lightsabers. <laughs> lightsabers yes. Yikes. So um, I know that that I mean, if you had to relate it to something, it would be going to Wizarding World mm-hmm. and getting like the show with the wand, except mm-hmm. that this is more handmade. Okay. And I know that you have a say in what kyber crystal and what kind of basic saber you want. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of show elements they didn't tell us about. But I know it is a show like attractiony experience. Wow. That's also merchandise. But then when you get it, what is it? It's like two pieces, right? Like yeah. it's, it doesn't one. extend, okay. but it's a good, it's not like a cheapy No, plastic. it is not cheap. I was like, oh, it's heavy. Like yeah. it's like pretty significant. <laughs> sure. And then it, you know, when you push the on button, like it, it makes the noise, it lights up whatever color crystal you have. And the crystals are inter- interchangeable with a um, holocron. Holocron. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they're going to sell like a holster, like a sling for you to carry this around the yes, land. So, so you're not just carrying a weapon, whacking people. Okay. Very interesting you bring this up. Yeah. Because I did mention that and they were like, it's no different from the sabers we sell in the park. So mm-hmm. we don't foresee any issues. So I know that operationally no. they're already on top of that. Yeah. But when I interviewed Scott, he did mention that they, there will be a sling. Cause I, I was like, Oh, so I'm just gonna be carrying like a bag of a droid. Like just be carrying all this stuff. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> so you yeah. can take a giant pole on a 20 minute ride. Well, that's the thing is that you can't, I don't think you can bring it on the ride. Yes. So, so they, I don't know blockers? if they hold it for the end of the day after you make it. I don't know if you, they send it back to your hotel. The process is a little, um, yeah. Yeah. They got to work something. Yeah. Out there. I know that it seems like they know what they're doing, but they haven't told me. Right. Uh, uh, colors. How many colors do there's we know? Purple, red, <laughs> green, I assume. Green and blue. Green and blue. Blue. Okay. I was and then wondering. There's five different, or no, four? Four or five different, like, genres. One's right. like power and light, and one is like evil. Mm hmm. Sure. Yeah. Bad. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, my story comes out this week, by the way. I don't remember. Okay. okay. Sure. I was just wondering if there would be like a rainbow lightsaber, which oh, is what God, I would I want. Like Maybe for gay days. Yes. That'd be cool. Oh my God. That would be my choice of color for it. Either a purple, I guess, like Mace Windu's or a rainbow. As a kid, those were my two favorite colors. <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> I would love a rainbow. Color. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll get back to the Droid Depot, but let's mm-hmm. let's talk a little Toy Dairy and Toy Shop. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> or whatever. It's, is it Toy Shop or Toy Fair? Toy, toy Dairy and Toy Maker. Maker. There we go. Is so, that in the marketplace? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So everything we've just discussed is, okay, Black Spire Outpost is part Sook, you know, like a yeah. part like an old timey marketplace mm-hmm. with yeah. stalls. And then there are individual standalone shops and buildings. So everything, Doc Ondar's. Savi's workshop, Droid Depot, all that stuff, like the the dining, the cantina, that's the buildings. Mm. And then 
Ronto Roasters is the entrance to this marketplace that leads you towards Resistance Forest. Yeah, and Ronto Roasters is like meat stuff, including a, a space hot dog yes. in a pita. <laughs> and that is the official that name, is, yeah, space hot mm-hmm. dog. Uh, um, yeah, it is, a, I believe, a Portuguese hot dog inside of a pita with slices of pork topped with a slaw and a clutch sauce, which has Szechuan peppercorn in it. Clutch sauce. I mean, sauce. this is... <laughs> I just want to say, this whole episode has been friggin' clutch sauce. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, what is, a, what is a Portuguese hot dog? What is the difference? It's... Uh, Kind of spicier, yeah. Portuguese sauce. Because it wasn't tends to be really spicier. like I didn't. I found it to taste much like a generic American hot dog. Uh-huh. Um, but perfect. They said it, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was told it was Portuguese. I didn't find the hot dog to have any spice in it. Right. It was mostly the clutch sauce. I will be filling a droid backpack with them to wait. <laughs> To wait in line for Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. That'll probably get me to at least the holding cell. Yeah, juggling uh, space dogs, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I start bartering with first order troops, yeah. trying to bribe them. You don't even go on the ride because you just exchange hot dogs for your escape. Yeah. I am making my own Disney Play app, which is all hot dog bartering based. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, so t- uh, Toydarian Toy 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 Makers, makers. Yes, is one of the stalls in this marketplace. Right. So um, we only went in one of the stalls. We went in the creature stall, Mm -hmm. which is small. I mean, this isn't like this is not a shop. This is just a little a a nook. I mean, like Mm -hmm. a like a shop size nook inside of the marketplace. But it's fully. Oh, my God. Um, It's fully propped out. So I think it's going to be a very, very themed, smaller environment. Um, Having seen the creature one, I assume it's going to be a lot of like references to characters via toys. Like mm-hmm. soft plushes, right? Yeah, little squeezy things. Is there any sort of because uh, um, a Toydarian, uh, for those of you who don't know, is Watto's alien race? Yes. Uh, is is there a Watto around? We have asked that, and uh, we have not gotten a straight unclear. Answer. Mm-hmm. Unclear. Mm-hmm. But I know there is um, like a, a few Toydarian toys. Mm-hmm. I, I saw a picture of a Toydarian toy, but I would like a robot Watto to be flying around in there. But yeah. The I plush mean, Watto is really cute. It's going to be like, strange big, if they're black eye, right. like the button eyes that I look out. Yeah, this vibe the is plushes really are really cute. Yeah, um, but like, them. give me some real life aliens selling me some merch. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. what. I, so I. That's my biggest question. I think for the land right now, not the rest of the seventy percent of the ride, but will I get to talk to a toy Darian? So the way that it's been conveyed to me is that there is an opening day plan and then there is a further rollout from there. Oh, interesting. So I don't, I cannot tell if that means that the answer is yes, but not yet. Cause I don't forget if you were talking about this on Disney dish, but because at first they were talking about droids roaming the land sort of autonomous, autonomously, yeah, it's been but in every piece of artwork, but there's no way for the first so many months that's possible, right? Cause there'd be too many people and kids pushing them over. And I think it depends on what, the actual ops are once it opens, but I, to I mean, from what I've been told that is intended to be part of the land. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they've been like, let's just forget it. <laughs> right. uh, but also like, I want to see a droid. Of course. But yeah. I mean, there's going to be, um, stationary things like outside of droid depot. There's going to be a lineup of droids mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. in the fourth movie where like, you know, they beep boop at you and stuff. Sure. <laughs> Neat. It's funny. You said earlier, like, you know, stuff Disney saying publicly in press releases and stuff like they're very careful because it like, oh, then that becomes rule of law, word of law, 
whatever. But in the early stuff, they have there was going to be like a table service dinner yes, club. And that is seems Good to be eye. off the table now. Um, yeah. And they did not publicly mention that it was yeah. not happening until we were like, is this the only dining option? Because you definitely mentioned a very dope supper club. Yeah. And no, um, I can't tell if there's room for that on the backside, like past the cantina and they just haven't, that's maybe a phase two thing. Right. But yeah. that is definitely not happening right now. Cause Ronto roasters is, is, like quick service meant to be kind of more of like a go- kiosk. Yeah. More like a kiosk. There's the popcorn at that's got a Katsaka's kettle. Yes. Katsaka's <laughs> kettle. Uh, docking Space bay popcorn. seven is the big yes, uh, quick, quick service, service table, like sitting down at a table, quick service restaurant. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, like it does feel like with that restaurant, it's like, I'm sure they would make a ton of money. So I wonder what the reasoning for yeah, getting rid of that is. I, if, I mean, this is me just speculating. Sure. I have to assume it was just something that they could be like, we don't have time. Let's do this later. Mm-hmm. Huh. Um, but I mean, that would be a huge upsell. Yeah. yeah. That's I, what I mean. Yeah. I would be, I would not be surprised if they announced that in like two years. Right. Yeah. What's um okay? So I have some of these food items in front of me, and where <laughs> oh, like the you know, you. if I refer to the <laughs> no, not literally, but uh, uh, you know, what is this? I, correct me, put me in the right place. Uh, uh, but where, which, what, where is the place where I get the uh, smoked kadu ribs? That is at Docking Bay Seven Food and Cargo. <laughs> okay, great. Which are ribs served with blueberry cornbread? Yes. Well, here's what's interesting: great. is that they sliced the ribs in half the other way. Instead of going so down the line, they half, slice it. And then in half the other direction. So they oh. have a kind of like alien shape to them, oh. which yeah. I guess is um, a, like a butcher cut that they had to specifically order and get. Jeez. Wow. Which is reimagined cool. cutting meat. <laughs> oh, and then the, um, what is the chicken called? The, the fried tip, Andorian tip yip. Yes. That what is a also, name. They said that they sourced an all white, breast meat that comes naturally compressed in a rectangular cubic shape <laughs> that they then um they coat in a uh, house made this is how much work i've done a house made <laughs> flour breading and then they deep fry it yeah so it's this like like <laughs> unique alien chicken nugget uh i it's i cannot wait to watch heat stroked dads go like all right i need three uh fried yip tips a <laughs> uh, couple of the can candy rick candy uh, shrimp rick. noodle salad yeah uh, uh just trying to extend want the pollution garden spread or not <laughs> do you want blue milk or gr- i don't know just a milk there's two milks oh there, boy there's no milk in the milk what are you there's talking no about milk in the milk there is no milk in the milk there's, yeah yeah that is no milk facts. in the milk yeah, yeah yeah did you Get to try the alcoholic drinks. We tried one. Okay. Um, the food and beverage program, I would say, is, you know, it's it's a bit alien in look and mm-hmm. in style, but it's not drastically different from a Disney bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that it's um, it still feels very Disney in terms of the beverage program. It, it feel all of it feels like familiar things presented in a unique yes. way. Like it's not flavors that conflict. It's like, oh, it's ribs. And cornbread, but maybe you don't have blueberries and every kind of cornbread you eat, but it's like a complimentary side dish. But they've, I mean, they, I think what they've done is they've snuck some flavors in that the general audience will be shocked by. 
Because right. that blueberry yeah. cornbread has a little cayenne in it. Oh, oh that's really fun. So it's kind right. of stuff yeah. where like they've they've taken these spices from around the world and like shoved them into these foods that look a little alien but are a little normal and to make kind of please everyone. Yeah. And I think they did a good job of that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of vegetarian and vegan so much. friendly stuff. Yeah. Which wow. is futury like gets more and more futury all the time. I, I thought I was gonna be eating like like a ham hock. I don't know. Yeah. I thought I was eating a ton of meat. <laughs> Huh? And yeah. and the last no. Well, yeah, we're going to eat rath tar or um uh, the, <laughs> yeah. the thing that almost ate Luke and uh, Jedi. Oh, um, so, not a taunt. A tauntaun is what no, he we rides. could eat a tauntaun too. That's possible. And that that plush tauntaun, very cute. Oh my god! And when mm. you pet it, like not squeeze it. When you pet it, it goes like. <laughs> oh, it makes the little noise. Oh my god! All the okay, all the creatures in the creature stall are like these future pets. Where it's, I mean, oh. the porg. The porg is very fun, but it's a puppet, so you have to put your hand in it. <laughs> but the other stuff, like um. The Rathstar is the thing with the teeth. Yes. yes. They have one of those that's plastic. It's not as soft. But when you activate it, it just like freaks out and shakes and jumps around. Wow. It's wow. very cool. That's wild. Uh, what drink did you have? I want to say a Tatooine Sunset, but that's probably inaccurate. <laughs> there did was you the- have the milks? No, we did not have the milks. <sighs> I know. I want to have those milks real bad. <laughs> I, I was mad. I, I was mad when they did like the um, whatever they called it in 2015 when they they did Hyperspace Mountain mm, and they did all mm-hmm. the Star Wars food. I think they actually did themselves a favor by setting the bar so low on this <laughs> that stuff. Then this stuff seems extra impressive now. Yeah, I mean it's going to be served at the milk stand, frozen like a smoothie. Yes. So um, it sounds much more appetizing than a lukewarm glass of milk. <laughs> yeah. I think Jason's yeah. going to be disappointed, though. I think he was looking forward to a lukewarm glass of well, milk. Well, in, in Oga's, it's in more Oga's, milk yes. milk. Ooh, someone has close read some articles. <laughs> I have read an obscene amount of articles. Yes. It is served chilled at chilled. Oga's Cantina uh, with, with a, a Rice Krispie cookie. cookie on top. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now I'm, I'm into this milk. With a little like Bantha horn fondant. Wow. Well, let, me, let me move things to to what perks me up. Beer and wine. Yeah, because uh, Rex is there, obviously. Uh, yes. Yeah. Not only <laughs> yeah, we get it. Rex is playing synth music. <laughs> it, the, in the place where Rex is playing synth music, it's also the yes. place you can get alcohol. I was I was starting to wonder, well, is it all Star Wars-y drinks, which all sound like fun, but also like, you know, I read the fuzzy tauntaun. It's like a fuzzy navel. I don't think I'm drinking a fuzzy navel, yeah. probably. There's uh, a rum punch and a Bloody Mary. I would I don't like Bloody Marys. A uh, uh, Bloody Rancor, which comes with a meringue yes, bone you can put this... in your mouth. Yes. What? It's very. OK, so yeah. there's I don't know how much time you guys spend at Disney World. But there's this place, Amaret's Patisserie in Disney Springs, okay. which is like Dean and DeLuca pastries. It's so mm-hmm. fancy and it's so beautiful and nice. Mm. You buy like a petite cake and you eat it. Maybe share it with people or eat it alone if you're me. But it's so good. And that dude made the meringue bone. Wow. Whoa. And he also <laughs> made the desserts at Docking Bay 7, okay. which were very good. Really, the orbs, really? right? Yes. One like, was an orb and then one was this like... I want to say it's buttermilk, but it was like this crusted green thing that I, I think it was maybe Jim or Len who mentioned like, or no, no, it was my, it was my editor eater was like, is this supposed to be a reference to that bread that Ray makes? Like that portion that mm. kind of grows very fast. Mm. And I think it might be because I haven't oh, told yeah. us the name of it yet. Interesting. Oh, so it's this fun. green thing. And then you bur- it like burst open with like purple colored raspberry filling. So good. Ooh, wow. It's That's like high end pastry good. Jeez. Really? In yeah. a, mare- so a reputable baker made a meringue bone that's <laughs> yes. just for a type of Bloody Mary that's, they have. Yeah, that's like the <laughs> level of detail they're God. going to in yeah. this. How do you get that bone? For, for the Bloody Mary 
scary, but you're only going to drink like the first three hours of the day. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Presumably. Jeez. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of like, I think the drinks look like Disney drinks, like you were saying, like they yeah. look like things that a Disney audience will be safe with, but mm. they're filled with ingredients you would not expect. Right. Yeah. They sneak them in there. Yeah. And yet on top of it, custom beer and wine. Because I thought it was all going to be weirdo cocktails. But in fact, beer and oh, wine, yeah. you can only get there uh, uh, all with weird, you know, white wampa ale yes. and <laughs> imperial red cab salve. Uh, uh, Will you do the imperial red, you think, Scott? Scott like, um, are you a wine a guy? Tone a wine guy, guy. yeah. A tone array uh, from Alderaan. Yeah. That's, 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 see, that's very choice. rare because that planet doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> no, well, then I got to so go. you got to get that cast. Yeah. Yeah. If, it's, if it's aged enough that the planet it's from isn't around, so, yeah, yeah. you, yeah, you got to go sign. with that. Uh, um, we tried the IPA. Okay. Um, and I'm not a beer person, so I unfortunately... My notes were like, hops. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, okay, okay. Um, but it was... I, Palatable, oh, yeah. I guess. I okay, yeah. you're not a beer person. Like, uh, um, but I just can't believe that, like, on top of that, like, that it is a full menu at this bar. Yeah. And and let me, uh, Mike, your favorite detail that you've pointed out in text uh, that they are they have done so much research and done so much backstory that they know what Padme ordered at the bar. Yeah. So I forget who said it and what article it was said in, but they said that. In their story, in their backstory for the land and for this cantina, Darth Vader has been here. Padme has eaten here. And they've gotten so detailed with it, they know what she ordered there. They didn't say what it was. I have what she ordered. Oh, you do? Yep. Oh, from the book? Yep. Oh, right, because it's, it's in, in the book. book. Oh. Thrawn alliances. Oh, wow. Scott, this is big news. <laughs> That's, of course, where they brought Timothy Zahn back to write a new extended universe. So. Of, oh, yes. Well, yeah. well, I knew that, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I, uh, this was in the Gizmodo, Gizmodo oh, article, so credit to them. Padme ordered white wine, motherfucker. I <laughs> I guess she joined the dark side. Whoa. <laughs> wow. And doing white wine. Wow. So I think that's what I might have to go with. You Walking and Padme Padme's are footsteps. wine buddies. Yeah, <laughs> I'm joining a wine club with Padme. It's kind of crazy how like this detail will... F- some people won't even notice it. Uh-huh. But like the oh, people who no. are looking for it will find so much joy. I am going to get Padme's beverage yeah. of choice. <laughs> and everyone else will just be like, give me a white wine. I mm-hmm. don't care. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's cool. It's, it appeals to any kind of uh, white wine drinker. I think they knew <laughs> they, were, the they were going to be getting an aggressive type fan. <laughs> and they really <laughs> catered to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, without sacrificing the main audience, which I assume is maybe impossible to do. Yeah. yeah. And in this, they've crafted the only thing that I could be an aggressive fan of, a place where I can experience both Rex and white wine. Oh, boy, it's really it. insane. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I'm really worried I'm not going to be able to be there for a long time. I don't know if I'll be able to make it in. Here's what, after you having experienced it, what do you... Like, do you think it's going to be possible to breach the wall? Are people going to be able to get into this place? (laughs) So, okay, this is what's interesting is that Mm -hmm. at Disneyland, they came out and said that you have to consume your beverage within the cantina, which means that people at Disney World might be filing in and out more quickly Ah. because that's an alcohol friendly park. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. So specifically the line at Disneyland might be longer because you have to complete your drink in there. Jeez. But we yeah, it sounds tough. I mean, we still don't know. I know they've had to do this with 
the Harry Potter lands before, like you get a reservation just to come into the land. Mm -hmm. Now I would hope they would do that with all, with galaxy's edge, as opposed to just insane lines snaking through the entire park. That said, you see pictures of opening day star tours or Indiana Jones, and there are insane lines snaking through the park. I think that they are so prepared and they're just not telling us anything. I hope so. Okay. Cause they know like the thing is the, the only question that people keep asking me is related to like, how do I get in? Yeah. So they're feeling that times like a hundred thousand. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 So they're, I mean, they, I know you can't, you can't have the whole place just be lines. No, mm-hmm. no. But I'm curious to see how they do it. I'm curious yeah. to see how they do it. And the other thing is, and this, I think the major thing we haven't really talked about is how the Disney play app integrates with a lot of the land. When I was there the other day, uh, I could not get a consistent Wi-Fi signal between Frontierland and Main Street. And that is like a smaller mm-hmm. than a one mile radius. They only have hotspots set up around FastPass kiosks, I think. Is that what it is? It's or it's like near rides. They're not, okay. it is not full coverage. Yeah. Um, and they said that they would be working to update that before the opening. Okay. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's like a broken Wi-Fi system. But, with, but in, within the land, if they're building it from scratch, I'm assuming the whole thing will be blanketed. I think it has to be. It has to be. And because I think they some built of the, the land with the app in mind. Yeah. And some of it, I think, is like, it, it's more Bluetooth. There's not, like, I, I think it's possible you don't have to have Wi-Fi. That's in, true. In this yeah. No, but I think for the app you do. Really? Okay. Or, I, mean, I read something. Uh, I'm not sure. Sure. I think a lot of stuff is Bluetooth powered, uh-huh. but I think the I think for the app you might have to. Well, okay. especially if did they say anything about like because the rumor is that Fast Passes will it will only be Fast Pass Plus in Galaxy's Edge as that, opposed to Paper oh, Ones? That. Is that really? Do you mean Fast Pass? Uh, I don't know. Or that's Max Pass. Yeah, I, I think yeah. that's all. I don't know. That's I've seen, I've seen every version of speculation, so I yeah. don't know what that is. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't think. There's also a, a lot of uh, things I've read that's been like, it's just going to be sort of, they're not going to do a ton of that for a while. Like, they're just going to sort of... It's all just standby? It's all know. just one I, line? So, I don't know. I don't, know. I don't have any information. I mean, for years, Universal did not have any of the Harry Potter attractions on the Express Pass yeah. until they added right. them. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? I think, mm. well, yeah, it's it's like the big question that won't be answered. What's your mm. Galaxy's Edge plan when it opens? <sighs> <laughs> we don't have a set I, one. That's an unfair question. Were you able but. to get a fast pass while you were there for mm, June? I was not. I wasn't, that would have been dope. That was like the handout. No, oh, I got a baseball man. cap. That's but, cool. Pretty good. Yeah. It's cool. Um, I wanted a droid, but alas. Sure. Uh, I, I don't know, but I can tell you I'm going to be writing a lot about it once I do know. Because there's yeah. going to be a strategy. Yeah. I just have to figure it out. It also yeah. depends on like they might literally only have one area for an entrance. They might mm-hmm. like have time tickets. They might have something you buy for the first month. It could be anything. Right. Yeah. 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 Not announced. Um, I don't know. I don't. And we, you know, we talked about this a little in an episode recently. And we came up with a plan we think could be a plan. Mm-hmm. And then we bleeped the plan and people were mad. <laughs> and I do well, issue an guests, apology. But we also aren't sure that the plan works. Well, I so. guess Jenny Nicholson had the idea and then she was mm-hmm. like, didn't want to reveal it. And then we bleeped it out. And I have had, I just had a listener come up to me a couple days ago. Uh, and he goes, what was the plan? Yeah, I've, I'm getting a lot of... <laughs> and we're getting a lot of, like, DMs. Well, like, it can't be a secret if nobody knows well, how people are going to get in. Most people have figured, we, if you go to our Facebook group, people kind of... 
people pretty oh, yeah, much I will figured say people out what it is. It's not impossible much plan. instantly. But so I don't know if it. I don't know if we'll talk we about it. We don't know if it'll but work. It's Jenny's idea, so I don't want to reveal. Yeah, it's hers to it's reveal. Her so we can tell you off that's, the podcast. That's her content. Let's let her do with yeah. that content. See, what I she like. Will. I'm mostly a Disney World person, so mm-hmm. for me, like in Disney World, there's a. You're used to booking things 180 days in advance. Oh right, that's true. So it's only like the Disneyland people who are losing their minds. Like we're used to planning things freakishly long ahead. That's me. I hate all this. My, when I, I've had friends who just went and I didn't know what a like hellscape it had become in terms of the, the mega booking. It drove me crazy. It makes me furious. I mean, I guess it's, it's what it has to be. You like that. I love it. God. I I like it too. They have a way spreadsheets out and shit to have a go on a fun ride. They've already got me out of the land in Florida by distracting me with a new transportation system. Gondolas. (laughs) I'm excited for those gondolas. You mean the Skyliners? The Skyliners. Yes. Mm. They're on the track. They're testing them out yeah. still have not used the phrase air conditioning when discussing it but i think they have that they they I seem think, like they figured something out I for it it's gotta be breezy i think it's breezy yeah they move at a kind of a fast rate fast pace, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's most, right. yeah it's mostly disneyland people that are is there anything I'm exhausted now? I know. I'm, I'm mentally, yeah. emotionally, exhausted. And emotionally, and we recorded another episode too, so I'm just like wiped yeah, out. I'm so yeah. sorry. No, anyway. no, no. I, are you kidding? You yeah, have the least to apologize for of any guest. I really am, but everything else too. Yeah. That you've like you've given us info. I, didn't I mean, is there know. any like random question you have that I might <sighs> for listener the, the the plague app integration? Uh, Carly wrote about it, and in the L.A. Times and the TechCrunch articles, they go into a lot of detail yeah, about mine. it. So. Screw you, Todd. Uh, yeah, sorry, <laughs> yes, Todd. Read <laughs> Charlie's <laughs> articles. We love you, Todd, but also read my story. You yeah, read. Give but he, he wrote a wonderful piece. Yeah. <laughs> um, I do have a small piece coming out about it, but basically you're, they didn't give us, they told us what you could do in the app, but they didn't really tell us how it would actually work. Like when you're in the land, when you ride the Falcon, when, you know, like what the actual operations of it would be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so. it will be interesting the operational differences between the two coasts because we don't have magic bands out here and no, they have not. that in Florida. And also points of purchase, it's much smoother in Florida and here how are you how do you keep a credit card in story? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think you mentioned cuz yeah, it's easier if you're in magic band, you can just yeah, scan can it or they it doesn't even they matter. They track your movement and it makes more sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but here so they didn't even mention anything about cuz there's a whole talk of if you do badly on the Millennium Falcon ride, yes. is there any talk about how that works out here? No. Then your no. credit doesn't work in the score. They reject your cards if you do badly <laughs> on the Falcon. <laughs> but I do know that it's not your individual performance. It's your groups. Right, right, right. So mm. it's how all six of you work together. But is it potentially that you scan something on your play or your Disneyland app before you do Millennium Falcon ride? And that's know. maybe how it works. Who knows? And then no hotel talk yet, of course, out here. The hotel is so, so far away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I know there's a whole yeah issue that they have to work out with other things. was a very early announcement. Right. Oh, this isn't a question, but a thing to talk about. Uh, apparently, Star Tour is not going anywhere. Apparently. Yeah. Happy to hear it. Very relieved, as you know. Or are they just saying that so we get comfortable? Yeah, maybe. I, I don't still, know. Yeah. I you don't got know. a weird feeling. But I, you know... To me, you take that out 
in the first year of Galaxy's Edge, oh, you're gutting yeah. Tomorrowland. You're like, there's nothing there. Anymore. That's a people eating attraction. Yeah. That's, uh, uh, you know, why not? And people are going to want to go on. It's going to yeah. spread crowds around. And for, mm-hmm. I'd say if like, depending on what the system is, like if it is a timed entry or something like that, being able to like pregame with Star Tours. Yeah. Is great. Then you land on Batu and then you're like, I'm ready. Oh, yeah. That kind of looks like, yeah. like a little preview. It's getting you wow. into it a little so bit. I, think, yeah. I don't think it'll actually be probably have longer lines for the next two years. Yeah. Of people getting amped just because uh-huh. they're in the Star Wars mood. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did, and they do have the problem with it where it's like not there's the Star Wars area, but then Star Tours is far away from it and yeah. they're split up. And then where oh, does but, it land on the timeline? My response to that is who the fuck cares? Yeah. Leave <laughs> the fun ride open. But what they will be most likely. I mean, if history repeats itself, when the new movie comes out in December, they'll add new scenes to Star Tours. Oh, OK. As Hopefully. they have been for the past few years. Interesting. So let's get Greg Grunberg. Snap. JJ's friend. <laughs> That's his character. I want to see him in there. Uh, was there any talk on the two rides of? Um, I assume there's like variations on things, but there's no talk of like you get a totally different scenario on the Falcon, or you could get there's different paths to go on on the ride. Like I, I asked them about the spectrum of opportunities, like okay. because it's not that you can just crash and the ride ends in three seconds. You right. will have the same length. It's just how well you perform. But I couldn't figure out if it was like you do great, you do medium, you do okay. Mm-hmm. I can't figure out how many variations <laughs> there are. Right. But there are supposedly many. Yeah. Any chance of Will Smith rating your performance a la the Men in Black <laughs> alien attack, right? God, I wish. <laughs> um, Y'all did okay. It's the worst locker area in the entire park. Is that right? Oh, God. Oh, really? It's a what's, the, what's the problem? Oh, it's just you're always you're always on the ride in that queue for too long. Mm. And then you're like, I was once a child. Like that. I, nothing makes me feel old and sad more than going on that attraction. <laughs> really? But But it's got so many It's just a wealth of standard Definition screens (laughs) (laughs) And rap songs from over 20 years ago Something about being Mm -hmm. in an empty office You know the portion of the queue where it's like People do work at this desk Mm -hmm. Oh yeah It makes me very sad You can get a Apparently if you just It used to be like an exclusive thing But now if you just ask a cast member Can I go down walk around the floor They're like yeah come on Hmm. <laughs> not a highlight. I want to meet the twins. Uh, <laughs> prices, how much will the Rex toy cost? Do we know? We don't know, but I'm going gonna, gonna to say $64.99 and see in a few months if I'm correct. Hmm, that's just like wow. your guess. Yeah, it's my guess. Because it is anything. good. It's like a high-end mm. toy. And you can't... Because I would pay $1,000. <laughs> yes, yeah, we know. Scott does <laughs> not have Amazon dots or anything, but he will get a Rex for the living room, <laughs> one for the bedroom, <laughs> one for the office. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'll well, introduce them to each other. They'll all have parties. Yeah. 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 On Twitter, I said I'm going to get one for every room because of the music. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What other... Oh, wait, also... So there's also like BB date style. Yeah, well, you can build your own BB or... Uh, our style droids yeah but you can add like different colors and different panels and one had a little pop-out camera and then you can put different chips in them to make them make different noises and have different personalities but you can't build your own rex rex is a standard is is one you just buy right and there's a why would you change something that is perfect the way it is (laughs) (laughs) there's a c-3po one as well that's pre-made yes there is a c-3po but is he the same size it's like a i'd say it's more like a an action figure doll okay uh, but because it's a little taller. OK. And then if you pop his head off, he they only showed us them popping his head off. But every time you like pop his head off or put it on backwards or like put it back in, he says different stuff. Oh, oh that's fun. So he knows what's happening. Like if you put the head backwards, he's like, I can't see. Right. And then if you put him back the right way, he's like, oh, good. Mm-hmm. 
Um, what, <laughs> what else? else? Um, Expansion any- pad next to Star Wars Land. Uh, uh, they, they tell you the third ride or something. <laughs> they did not. But <laughs> okay. I also have heard that gossip, and I don't know where that would go. Well, mm. we've looked at Google Maps a lot of the oh, area, right. and uh, there is space there, but it's unclear. Like, well, it's it's because yeah, it's unclear exactly. It's on the like if you're looking overhead, it's like uh, east. Like northeast I mean, a little bit. Think about it this way: like Hagrid's magical roller coaster ride, whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Like that took eight years, mm. nine years for it to open. Yeah, and so they they're had not to demolish sing- a roller coaster yeah. to build a roller coaster. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. well, it, I mean, it's got to be better than Dragon Challenge. Well, sure, but yeah, I yeah, assume yeah. they're not going to build a third attraction for at least that amount of time. I, yeah, I would think so. That's, hey, take her easy, guys. You're, you've done a lot. This is, if they've created well, an attraction I, that is mind-bent, that changes your no, idea. No, but I'm also like, what is it going to be? Yeah. Oh, no, sure. There's yeah. got to be Imagineers, though, in Glendale, like every week going like, I can't believe the Fantasyland Theater has not had a wrecking ball take it to it. It's <laughs> so <laughs> big. <laughs> it's sudden yeah. you can do so much with that plot of land. Well, yeah. what I want them to do is to like m- worlds and make kind of a like a Star Warsified new Videopolis where you can see mm. a hologram concert by Jefferson Starship <laughs> a la the Star Wars holiday special. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> now that might be just me, but I think uh, they, got room. Uh, they got room in Tomorrowland. Yeah, make it yeah. out. Yeah, you got the space. Just put up a hologram Jefferson Starship. We would, I know Mike and I have joked about like a holiday overlay of Life Day, the Wookiee holiday celebrated in the holiday special. They I mean, need people to own would lose Life their day. minds. They, <laughs> they don't know they what they're sitting on. Life day. Life day rules. Oh, oh my um, God. All right. I, I mean, I'm sure I have a hundred more questions. But are we in longest episode territory right now? Oh. I don't think so. I Not don't quite. think so. Okay. Should, should we keep it rolling? Uh, yeah, can, let's see if we can get there. I, let's I just stall. Like a, like a tight 20 out of you about Rex for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I did I it already. I'll do it again. It's not tight. It's tight in that Rex is tight. Well, if you guys or anyone else has questions, they can annoy me on social media and I will let you know or just give you PR speak that says they didn't tell us. Uh Sure. Well, I guess with that being said, Carly Weisel, you survived podcast The Ride. Oh, my God. Uh, (laughs) Let's exit through the gift shop. Anything you would like to plug and where can people find you? Oh, um, so I mostly write for travel and leisure and I write occasionally for Eater, but you can find me on Instagram because I'm a freelance writer. So I got a lot of free time. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my Instagram is Carly Weisel, spelled C-A-R-L-Y-E-W-I-S-E-L. I spell it because there's too many letters and you almost wouldn't believe how many there are. (laughs) And then I'm on Twitter sometimes, but mostly Instagram or Twitter. I will lead. I will just post a bunch of links to random TNL stories that I write. Right. Well, yeah. and your dot, your dot com is nice and tidy. There's oh, yeah. all your, uh, like a lot of your best You're articles going on are a there. vacation and... to Walt Disney World and you need help, visit CarlyWiesel.com. Have you been to every park? Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. Oh my God. Pretty good. Um, do you well, have a crazy trip coming up? Um... I'm trying to do, I tried to call this 2019 year of the regional theme park. So I'm trying to hit like every East Coast park I haven't been to. Cool. Um, I haven't been to Dollywood, which is crazy. Wildwood Grove is coming. I know. I want to see all those butterflies in real life. Um, So I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to hit like everything this year so that I just covered it. I just went to Bush Gardens in Tampa, which I'd never been to. Oh, Oh, sure. Yeah, I fed a giraffe. Wow. Oh, cool. It was thrilling. 
Yeah. I bet. I mean, yeah. animals. Yeah, they're crazy. There's exactly. a lot of great yeah. theme parks out there, and it's a shame that they have to. We that we've we probably haven't done our due with regional theme parks. Uh, well, either. there's so much going on right now. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The big dogs are really owning it. But we, uh, we still want we want Dollywood to fly us out and cover and you oh, know, that's not we'll do a happen. whole thing. No. <laughs> oh, what, they don't have a good budget for something like yeah. this for a, local, a really niche theme park like us. Too? It's um, things are very different between. Huh. The, the the people who are owned by gigantic cor- media corporations. Okay, interesting. People yeah. in a in a in a theme park that has a bunch of butterflies in a dry county. <laughs> um, I think that's true. That my sister in law was like looked that up and was like, nope, in, not going. In Pigeon Forge is a dry. I, think county? Least, I don't know that every single part oh, of it. Okay. And I think it might be like well, just restrictions is, on when you buy from oh, stores. I say, I say, Margaritaville there Hotel. is a Margaritaville ah. Pigeon So how could well. you not? There is have one there. Yeah. They just yeah. opened a huge Margaritaville resort near Universal Orlando. Well, mm-hmm. yes, we've been we, following. W- there'll be a future you'd, episode. You'd be amazed how much of our podcast has been about that. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We've. Uh, um, I'm glad we finally given Galaxy's Edge its fair shake because we've been very Margaritaville <laughs> resort heavy. We will mm. tease in a few, a couple weeks. There's a big reveal about. Uh, oh, us yeah, yeah. and Margaritaville Involving. Resort that again we only right. can tease on this episode oh. but we'll tell you once we're done recording it's pretty incredible oh yep. my goodness yeah. so I didn't realize you were such like Margaritaville heads yeah well I, oh, Mike and I, I'm, I'm the big one and there yeah we've been is this something that CityWalk spurred in you or? No, oh. no, no. City, well, you liked, we had an affection for CityWalk before Margaritaville, but then when it moved into our, it was already at CityWalk, obviously in Orlando, but no, that's just a perfect marriage. Uh, Margaritaville, <laughs> uh, Jimmy Buffett in general, I got kind of fascinated with like five years ago mm-hmm. when I was going through his, uh, his music on Spotify and I came across a song called Math Sucks <laughs> uh, and it was S-U-K-S and it's just a song about how he doesn't like to do math. And from then on, I was hooked. I was like, this man is so fascinating to me. Ironic fixation became the as the, genuine as Rex is. Yes. Uh, oh and then God. that extends to all of his lifestyle brand and his mm. resorts and his hotels and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. And uh, yeah, so. So look up at, Mar- at Margaritaville on Instagram. Uh, check him out on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. <laughs> Please, um, they need it. They need your support. Yeah, yeah. They and, need uh, some help. Listen to Math listen. Sucks on Spotify and get the numbers up because I don't think that's one of the top. Which Let's get in that then top five. I don't want to listen to a rich man complain about counting his money. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, my theory it's was so that, hard to get those dividends. <laughs> I don't know what. Uh, hey, uh, my theory was that uh, he had done. He was having a hard time tipping at a restaurant. And then he was like, hey, this math sucks. And then that was it. And then he wrote the song about it. And he wrote it in five minutes. He just laid down a $500 bill and was done with it. Whatever. And then, yeah. I like to imagine Jimmy still doing his own taxes with the paper forms and the calculator that spits out the paper roll. (laughs) And And all the papers are flying away because he's at a desk on the beach. Yeah. Yep. Um, This happens every year. Why do I keep doing this? (laughs) Um, If you have time to do anything else after with with all of this extra homework, uh, check us out out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, check out the second gate uh, at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Uh, this has been something else. Exhausted, mm-hmm. more exhausted than any other episode. Wait till we actually but exhausted go. in a good way. I, like, I mean, yeah. I mean that listener also like high, like adrenaline surging the whole time. Yep. Exhausted, not yeah. exhausted in the sense that we're like fatigued by the 
uh, too much really, information. Really brought the whole crew down, huh? No, 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 <laughs> no. no, no. I mean, it's yeah, very yeah. satisfying. Up and all around, it's just, and so immer- it's too much information. At what? It's your you. I shouldn't. Yeah, if you feel euphoria for two hours, your brain is going to crash. Yes. There's just no way around it. <laughs> I do think I'm going to go home and then and just like sit silently for a while, just take it all in, just try to just kind of like meditate. <laughs> it the, does kind of feel like I've been there too. I know. Yeah, yeah you did a great job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It definitely it. starting to feel more real. Do you think there's another media day like this weekend like this coming up? I heard that up? no one's going in the park till like it opens. Wow. To, wow. Interesting. So you... to, like, I don't know what the format will be, but like this was the only hard hat walking tour. Interesting. You were in rarefied air. And yeah, thanks for, it was wild. Thanks, thanks for great. bringing some of that air of into course. this yeah. apartment. I'm glad I could like use my tiny pea brain to remember details. <laughs> to people. You didn't need that camera. I didn't need the cell yeah. phone. No, I just soaked it all up. Um, oh boy, well, come back anytime. Talk. We can have a, yeah, we can do, do your other adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Any other adventures. Yeah, or if, if you have any more about. controversial lists <laughs> that come out. <laughs> uh, or if you just want, we'll do a two and a half hour episode on the Hoopty Doo Review. Please no. Okay, fine. <laughs> Fair, fine. No. Fine. There's only so many washboards you can spray. Right. <laughs> I'm getting up. I, I don't know keep... about yeah, This episode's going long enough, but I'm feeling like between the Country Bears and the Hoopty Doo Review, maybe you have a bias against old time <laughs> and Dollywood music. Uh, uh... I, mean, I come here with little to no nostalgia. Okay. So. All right. You know. Not good. Not pining for the good for the good old those good old jingle jingle days. <laughs> no, definitely. You don't like a man playing a jug, I guess. I don't think I do, but I All love right. the food that is offered at fair the, enough the jug celebration. Well, we will find a different ride then. Hey, yeah. the dog's whining because he's really upset how long we've been recording. Yeah. Well, All right. I'm, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap it up. Thanks All for right. listening to podcast the ride. Uh, see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.